Glitchy, you have buzzed in first. Avocados can be toxic to which of these creatures? Dogs? All of them? Rabbits? Or birds? Dogs. You are incorrect. It is not dogs. Lance, I saw you buzzed in as well. What is your answer? Rabbits. Wow, it is not rabbits, it is what actually the all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no way! Uh, birds eat avocados. Yeah, I thought birds ate avocados. Oh, maybe they, they're not supposed to eat avocados, but they're they do it anyways. It's kind of like I'm not supposed to eat Flaming Hot Cheetos, and yet I still, you know, destroy myself. That's not toxic. <laughs> it is. It really, like it's the things, toxic. yeah, the, the next day you will believe it was toxic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ew, that's disgusting. Uh, yeah, so avocados contain toxins. <laughs> I never want to hear Peter say, I'm disgusting. That means I'm really disgusting. <laughs> Come in. Okay, thanks, darling. Hey, uh, come have a seat right there. Hey, what's up? Uh, let me just get my bunions up in here. Oh, great. Um, uh, oh, wow. I, I just like to get comfortable, darling. Yeah, you got comfortable real fast. Uh, I haven't seen yep. a lot of folks uh, put their feet on the table, but that's okay. Um, thank you for no applying problem. to Hole in One. It's the Family Fun Center with arcades, food, and mini golf. Uh, my name is Plinchy. Yeah. I'll be running you through our hiring process. Um, uh, Michelle Jones? It's Michelle Jones to you. Michelle. Uh, <coughs> I haven't heard a, a name pronounced like that. Uh, where's that from? I'm uh, French. Yeah, I'm from from Louisiana. Oh, that's, that's a long way from here. Um, so, Michelle, tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, you're, you said you're a family fun center. I'm pregnant, so I actually have a baby in me. So I'm, I'm basically bringing the fun and the family. Congratulations. Should you be putting your body... Uh, and and it helps the baby circulate inside. I'm about 10 months pregnant, so it's, it's about to come out any second now. Okay. Um, is there anything else you'd like to talk about you know what why don't you tell me some of your strengths well you can say i'm a pretty good eater i can eat them with the best of them eating like food sure we can call it food <laughs> <laughs> um okay um here why don't i hit you with a, a situation you tell me how you would react um, okay so one of the positions that you could potentially be doing is either offering... Okay, maybe not... I'm going to scratch off handling with food. Um, another uh, potential position that you could take is uh, running the mini golf. Um, so let's say you're uh, dealing with a customer. They're very upset and okay. uh, they want a refund, but they're claiming that the mini golf you know uh like ate their ball but you you've caught them kind of taking multiple balls from other people how do you deal with a difficult customer uh 
It's easy, darling. I do it just with my my ten cousins that I live with in my trailer park. I tell them to all get in fucking line and to share nicely because we love sharing in America. That's about it. That's all I need. Great. Um, Michelle, I think that's everything that I needed. Um, Great. So when do I start? Uh, we'll call you. Okay. I... Just call me in between the hours of 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. because the, the paid telephone doesn't work any other hours. Okay, I will make sure to give you a call tonight and let you know about our decision. Thank you. All right, thanks. Thanks, Starlet. Do you need help? No, I'm okay. <laughs> I don't think we put up positions for a security guard, but we might need to think about something like that. I got her. Oh, wait, I need to wipe the table. Her feet smell so much. Uh, g- give me a second. Um, oh, yes, come in. Hey there, darling, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I put my feet up over here. <laughs> yes, you can take a seat. Great. Hi, um, are you... Uh, let me see here. Uh, Peter. Yeah, Peter Wynn, that's me. <laughs> Peter Wynn, okay. Um, hi, thank you for applying to Hole in One, the Family Fun Center with arcades, foods, and mini golf. My name is Plinchy. I'll be running you through our hiring process. Peter, uh, why don't we start with uh, you telling me a little bit about yourself? Oh, well, you know, I have a long, rich history of working with dumb motherfuckers at Target. So if you ever need like a demonstration of how I handle that's how I handle difficult situations, I'm more than happy to demonstrate. Uh so when you say demonstrate, oh uh, okay. You you scared me. I thought um we had a customer or sorry, not a customer, uh, someone applied and she was It's okay. I know you're you're flabbergasted in the presence of my manly musk. It's okay. Um so when you say uh, I, wow, I've forgotten what you said. What did you say earlier? Uh, you could demonstrate? I said I could demonstrate my skills that I gained over my long and painful career in Target. Uh, what would that look like? What would that demonstration well, be? Well, allow me to demonstrate. I pull down my pants. I take a fat shit on the fucking floor. Oh, my God. Hello, kid. Do you have a paper towel? Do you have a paper towel? Don't worry. I can scoop up this shit. I'm more than trained. Please, allow me to demonstrate. You, see how, I, you see how I grip it so gingerly and it barely leaves even a little bit of a smear on your rug? That's... That's experience for you. I know my shit. Oh god, I can still smell it. But yeah, wow. Can I put this in your trash can right there? No, take it outside, please. Please. It's really heavy. (laughs) I'll put it in the potted plant over here there, fertilizer. Let me know when you hire me. You, you, you can make sure you email me at thewepowerhour.com. Go there and check out our episodes and our podcast. Like and subscribe. Bye. <laughs> oh, okay. my God. <laughs> well, on that note, oh my God. That was, that was like the most animated code op- or intro bit opening we've ever we done. We had like an entire like... 
narrative from start to finish. <laughs> I know this is like an audio podcast, so no one can see him, but like me and Lance are basically like camming it up in front of the camera, trying to do everything we can to make ourselves like as appealing as possible. Yeah, yeah it's, I um, guess the it's things you did, way. Peter, was um, they would definitely get banned on like Twitch. <laughs> Which actually but, happened in an interview once. Not my interview, but I've I've heard I've heard the story of someone coming in with slippers and then and just putting their feet on my the table. Bed where, uh, Peter picked up shit with his hand. Yeah, that was also. That was also true. <laughs> That's also based on a true story. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was all truths in the non-fiction code opening. Yeah. Uh, but hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, we are in episode 118 and we are filming this on April 18th, 2023. If you haven't already, please uh, like, follow, subscribe, share, uh, do everything you can to help support the podcast on our social media, uh, the, any of the podcasting apps that you're listening this on to, or even on the YouTube channel. Uh, we really appreciate all the support. Uh, let me introduce you to my co-host uh, on this show, the man in the middle, Lance. Hey, guys. Uh, and the lady on my left, Plinchy. Hello. And I'm Peter, if you haven't already guessed uh, from that amazing intro bit of me scooping up poop. Because that was, that was a perfect <laughs> rendition Peter. of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man point. I mean, it's <laughs> audio only, so honestly... Can you tell? Can you tell I'm the Peter. difference? Who was Can you Peter? tell the difference? Yeah. <laughs> we well, almost sound the same. So I guess I don't know. I mean, only Lance listens to these podcast episodes. I can't really. If I, can I, I can get definitely tell that we sound the same. Yeah, when I listen. Great. Racist. It sounds like you're just talking to yourself, really. Racist as fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got plenty of anime to talk about this week. It was a very eventful uh, week uh, in the anime world. Uh, but let's hit the latest news of the week first. Uh, a couple of months ago, we talked about this uh, character poll uh, that uh, Shonen Jump was running for Naruto. Oh, shit. To see who would get uh, a one-shot manga created by uh, Kishimoto-sensei. Uh, we finally got the results uh, for that. And, you know, no surprise, but uh, Minato, uh, Naruto's dad, was able to win this character. Boruto's grandpa? Yeah. Boruto's grandpa, That's yeah. That's right. Uh, so he was able to win this character poll. Uh, so he will be getting uh, the one shot uh, from Kishimoto Sensei. Uh, don't know when that will come out, but we will see it soon. And then uh, you want to check out the link down below. You can see the top 20 characters that got voted in uh, as fan favorites uh, for this show. Apparently, uh, well, the Nine-Tailed Beast was like 23 or something. So he added Guy and someone yeah. else just so that he can... <laughs> So you can add uh, Kurama his there, yeah, because uh, he really loves. Uh, he, he really wanted to write the one shot for for Kurama. That's that's what it sounded like. Ooh. That he had a, an idea for it, but you know, do it anyway. Do, do it, it anyways. anyways. Do it. Yeah, it's not like Burrito is like uh, the forefront of his uh, his workflow right now. So uh, I know he's working on some other stuff. So you know, maybe we'll see in the future. But yeah, Minato won with. 792,257 votes. So pretty much cleared the second Damn. from the second place by almost like 300,000 votes uh, with the Itachi at second. Of course, Itachi's second. Any surprises from the top 20? I'm actually more surprised. Surprised with Sakura being third. I feel like that's a lot higher than what I'm initially used to seeing on the internet because everybody hates Sakura, at least. Yeah. 
everything that I see. Mm-hmm. I, I think it might be more like, can Kishimoto redeem her? Because she kind of sort of redeemed herself, you know, at the end, you know, standing with like the other two and like trying yeah, to be like better. Yeah, she yeah. got better. I mean, her battle with the the puppet guy was, you know, still yeah, one of the, like the the better battles mm-hmm. that was definitely uh, the in the Naruto series. Her game better. Yeah, and that was the opening to Naruto Shippuden. Like that was like the very first big battle that yeah. we got. So, uh, really kicked it off. Like, oh shit, we're older, and now the battles are getting more and more intense because now we know so much more, and like you know, the stakes are much higher on that forefront. So, I feel like third place is because they want to see. Can he push it even further? Can you make this character even more complete uh, now uh, than when you left her in Naruto? I've I've heard and I've seen clips in Boruto that she's gone better. You know, she's I mean, she's still a simp for Sasuke. That 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 never changes about her. But mm-hmm. she has gone a lot better are, in terms of. Are you of a simp though? If you're actually just married to him and like having children with them. I mean, he never comes home like. 99% of the days and all she does is fucking beg and plead to, for him to be home. Actually, that just sounds desperate than simping. <laughs> desperate for a normal marriage. We definitely have different interpretation of what simping means. So, but yeah, I've, I've heard her characters got a lot better in Burrito, so that might be that might be another reason why she got pushed up quite a bit. Anyone else in this top 20? Happy that you're that's in the top 20 or surprised? I'm really impressed that uh, ones like Deodara and Sasori got as high as they did. Like they broke the um, uh, the top twenty. Yeah, I feel like when the Akatsuki came out, that really felt like peak Naruto when we so were too. younger. Yeah, because I remember Deodara being my favorite for so long, but I can't think of another reason why, except for I was at the right age to just fixate on something, and Akatsuki arc was just so good oh yeah the battle after battle after battle with all these yeah. like top ninjas and they're killing us mm-hmm. and then we have to kill them too it's like i think that arrow. is like peak naruto mm-hmm. it's such a good build up to the war like mm-hmm. we were piecing everything together we we're trying to understand they were stealing multiple tailed beasts mm-hmm. uh leading up to that There's war and stuff team. like that that's right they're yeah strong they're oh, evil the they have a goal yep they they killed us uh, and killed multiple fav- favorite oh, yeah, characters, so that we know the characters. the potential is not one of those like oh they defeated us and now we have to get stronger, do training arc, and then we can beat them. No, they killed some people, and you know they're they're not the strongest. We know they're not the strongest, so uh, it really built that momentum up up oh, into that war. When they killed Gara at the start of Shippuden, like that was such an amazing moment. We're here, boys. Yeah. Go from like one of the most powerful characters from pre time skip, and then just not, oh yeah, he's not just you know he's even stronger now. He's the Kazakage, mm-hmm. yeah. and we're just gonna kill him. Yeah, and they took away his tail beast too. It really yeah. showed like no one's safe, and even someone that has a tail beast in there. The world as we know it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I, I'm not I'm not surprised. Uh, well, I am a little bit surprised, but like Sasori and stuff like that being up there. But I, I figured they'll be like at least in the top 30 or 40 just because I just think almost all the bad guys alone have yeah. been very great for Naruto and have been pretty fan favorites. Uh, nonetheless, and everyone loves bad guys, you know, like it's, it's always yeah. about like how, how crazy yeah. and how awesome they are. And, you know, we always attune to that. Uh, okay. 
uh, with that, let's move on to the next uh, news segment. Uh, something that's going to preview for the media roundup. The Super Mario Bros. movie earns over $500 million worldwide to become the highest grossing film of 2023. Uh, Entertainment News website deadline reported on Friday uh, that it earned $508.7 million around the world, uh, $260.3 in the U.S., and $248.4 million internationally. Uh, this has officially passed Demon Slayer, uh, the Mugen Train uh, movie for second highest grossing anime movie worldwide since 2019, only behind another Illumination movie, Minions: The Rise of Gru, uh, which was at 942.5 million really dollars. Just so crazy. Popular. Ah! I I feel like the the meme push really helped too. Just the fact that people true, wanted yeah. to dress up in suits to go to the That's movie, right. not because to watch the movie, but because they wanted to be a part of the the culture, the the meme. That one TikTok uh, where they dress up and they're all like going nuts for the guy cosplaying as Gru. <laughs> yeah. They're all minions and like, yeah, they're all dressed up as minions. Like, oh man, that thing was so crazy popular. Yeah, uh, that that was fun. We saw like different multiple different iterations of that kind of joke over and over. So uh, congrats uh, to Illumination, uh, to Nintendo for already fucking millionaires and billionaires to become even more richer now uh, with yep. this movie. But this only opens up a lot of doors uh, for for Nintendo and what they want to do I mean, uh, the with their IPs. they made a Mario movie. Remember how that turned out? <laughs> so to go from that no. to like having such a a confident video game adaptation like this. Yeah. It's it big. A lot. Um, but yeah, so, so there you go. Uh, a lot of money going their way. Uh, but that is the latest news of the week. If there are any news articles you guys want us to check out and talk about on the podcast, you can always email us at the we at gmail.com or you can DM us on our social media. Uh, we'll check it out and maybe we'll talk about it in a future podcast. Uh, but let's move on to the next segment of our show. It is the media roundup of the week. Uh, this segment where we talk about anything we watch, read, or play that isn't from this current season's anime. Uh, we only have the one. It is the Super Mario movie. Uh, we all three of us have finally uh, were able to Ooh. catch the movie and we can fully discuss Yahoo. it now. Uh, so I'll just open up the floor to everyone here. Uh, your first takes on the on the on the movie. Peaches, 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 peaches. Yeah. Oh my God, Jack Black. Perfect. Perfect. I couldn't. I can't even dream of a better actor for Bowser. Just yeah, stole the show. Especially the angle that they wanted to put Bowser. I'm so happy with the way they portrayed him. So good. Yeah. All the characters, I've heard some complaints about, I don't know, like Peach, but in my opinion, I thought all of the like personalities that they yeah. gave the characters and how they interacted with each other was just so self-encompassing, very short and sweet and just like, mm-hmm. and very you fun. know what's going to happen. Yeah, oh, really yeah. fun. Like the Donkey Kong Mario uh, dynamic, oh, knowing that so good. like the original they Mario game or whatever is Donkey Kong v Mario and they just went with it. Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. Their rivalry like this- after the movie was so <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah. But uh going to what you were saying, Plinchy, about like they were simple in their character developments, but it spoke 
a lot. Like the Cranky yeah. Kong Donkey Kong dynamic to me was like that's yeah. exactly how I expected Cranky Kong and Donkey Kong's relationship to be. Just like this Donkey Kong just trying to catch up to the legacy that Cranky Kong has made for himself. But also like he tries to be serious. But he can't. He's just like this silly, goofy mm-hmm. uh, Kong that just wants to, you know, enjoy himself and have fun. And you can see that. Surprisingly, Seth Rogen, I wouldn't say he was the weakest out of all the the voice actors. He definitely didn't put a lot of too much effort into it. But I definitely felt like the whole like him trying to be serious at times, but then also like this the silly Donkey Kong came out you know like him, him flexing and showing off and mm-hmm. and 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 being yeah. like this like himbo kind of character uh i really enjoyed that that direction that went with donkey kong except for just like this from what the trailer looked like he was just like this menacing beast whereas like that's mm-hmm. not donkey kong whatsoever he's just a silly kong yeah i think they yeah. did that though because i remember watching the trailer and we were like oh wow they're not showing us any donkey kong lines because we're gonna feel like, oh, that's just Seth Rogen, but yeah, I mean, I liked it. Still pretty yeah, great. No, yeah, I, I thought he did pretty well. I, I like how we were just like uh, his laugh was pretty toned down from like yeah, the usual laugh. Like, we knew it was coming, it down. But, but he toned it down. I, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I really, um, I want to say, uh, I like Chris Pratt's voice for Mario. Um, yeah, even though. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of fans that wanted Yahoo, Mamma Mia. Like, well, but, actually, he was the dad. Yeah, so they actually brought yeah. the they're they brought him aware in. enough to bring like the original voice actor to be in the movie. Yeah, um, good job, Charles Martin. I think they even that like I think they just did such a good job just handling, just doing damage control for the whole movie. Like the people who wanted um, uh, Mara's original voice actor to be in there. Well, he is, and yeah. Uh, he played the dad like and they kind of um, passing of the torch kind of way thing. of carrying the uh, Mario as a character. Mm-hmm. I I felt like he he didn't try to do too much. I I think he was like I'm going to stay in a certain wheelhouse. And I'm mm-hmm. going to like deliver it as I want to say as vanilla as possible, but just stable because everyone else was so almost like near perfect in their characters that like i think he wanted to like let them shine through because he knew mario you know as an icon himself like you don't even need like just visually looking at him you're just like your eyes are always going to be on mario yeah 24 7 yeah, so. like do an over the top like mm-hmm. presentation of which will come out cringe yeah to try too hard i think would have been worse so yeah oh my god it went the right angle there's a, I don't know if there's like a word for this, um, but when you establish character, like strength, and then you show the character doing that. And so for Mario, it's I never give up. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. I think it's when he's going through the obstacle course and Peach is like, wow, that's like your thing. You never give up. And then mm-hmm. that's how he does it at the end. Yep. I thought just, I don't know, like, when does Mario ever get like in the games? verbal description is about what his character is or how he's a hero it's just you constantly dying over and over again yep. so i thought that was such a like oh that's i don't know what the word is i thought it was cute i really liked it just like oh that's where they took it from yeah from dying over symbolic and over and over again himself he doesn't really have a personality per se at all yeah. just yeah. what you can interpret about him based on his actions and 
you know, if you just look at his how his character plays, how it's represented in the game, then you can probably interpret that Mario's, you know, someone who is a trial and error uh character that doesn't quit. Just like the player. Yeah. So I really <laughs> like that they honed in on that and they yeah. focus that that's Mario's key trait. Yeah, that's and that's 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 why Chris Pratt's performance was 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 good enough because all the other characters like Bowser, you know, we got to see so many sides of him, just the the loving side of Bowser, but also like, you know, the the King Koopa <laughs> himself, uh Princess yeah. Peach, you know, and just like her journey. The the little origin story they threw in for her was very oh, nice. That was surprising. Yeah. But it, it really makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> like the creators like she's are like, a human wait, in a toadstool why? world. Yeah. Why is, so there why is that? There are no other humans in this world. How should we, you know, explain that in like a really yeah. quick and like but in a way that okay, that makes sense, and then let's yeah. And yeah, they were able to do that. the baby, yeah. the baby cameos too, like oh, uh, yeah, the baby. Princess <laughs> yeah, Peach oh, yeah, Mario and the Mario. Yeah, I was like, that's Holy sweet. Shit. So now, like, that almost sets up like its own origin movie if you ever wanted I think to. So yeah, with Princess Peach and how she came to this, you know, this world and how mm-hmm. she grew up as a part of this Toadstool Kingdom and stuff like that. So uh, it'd be really interesting to see if that ever happens. I I like the angle of the of the human origin. Like I I forget what the conversation was, but when this trailer came out or like the announcement was, uh, I'm pretty sure we talked it up on the podcast that it wasn't going to be Mario already in the Toad. Like it makes sense right. that he has to be introduced. Yeah, it's an Isekai and, movie. Yeah, yeah. It is. but the fact that like <laughs> in the games Bowser, I guess except for the Paper Mario, because they actually get dialogue Bowser and Peach. Um, yeah, they get a lot right. more interaction. You only know that Bowser loves Peach and that Mario is just a rival. But the but yep. seeing it in the movie, like, oh, Peach is the only human. So it makes sense that Bowser is just super, super cautious about another human. Yeah. And he's a guy. So, <laughs> as, oh, God, I love that he heard, so much. He doesn't, he doesn't even see Mario at first. He's just like, oh, there's someone with her. Who is it? Another human. What? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Oh God. I love the way that they showed the range of emotions on Bowser. Like not just Jack Black as a voice actor, but there when he's super angry, his face gets super like angled. Mm-hmm. And he gets like really sharp. And when like, he's uh, talking about Peach, yeah. he gets all round and his eyes gets all bigger. I'm like, Ooh, it hurts. Yeah. And it makes, you, makes Bowser. you really come out of a guy's shell, right? Uh, <laughs> I think God. Bowser is like one of the most marketable villains in a video game yeah. franchise. Seriously. Well, yeah, because he's a goober. He's I, I think so that's great. the best part Fun. about it. He's such awesome. a big goober. <laughs> uh, and I I mean, with this, I mean, there's been rumors that this is just going to open up the cinematic universe of oh, yeah. Nintendo <laughs> yeah. IPs. I, I felt that so strongly when I watched this movie was the floodgates are open. We can get a sequel. Why not? They easily get a sequel from this movie. Uh, yep. Easily feel confident enough to bring other franchises and make video game adaptations yeah. of those too. Yeah. Avengers, Avengers it up and bring everyone in for like Smash this chaotic Girls, world. MCU kind yeah, of. Yeah, that's that video. that's that's the I that's the idea because the way they built this the other characters, right? Like Luigi and the fact that King Boo showed up to that wedding, you know, gives people mm-hmm. hope that there will be a Luigi's mansion because King Boo is technically like Luigi's rival. 
in the in the in the mansion series. So there's that Princess Peach's origin story. Obviously, Bowser could have his own. The Yoshi tees at the end have Yoshi Mm -hmm. as the core focus in another movie. Yeah. Uh, we saw Diddy Kong and Dixie Kong uh, oh, in yeah. the stands. So there's a full Donkey Kong family that we could we could venture out into and see Funky yeah. Kong and, Plus, and like, all the, the rest of the game. Donkey Kong Country Island. Mm-hmm. I have questions about their culture and way of life. There are so many yeah. like the toad and platforming I can just ignore. But this this culture of monkeys who live on racetracks. Yeah. Holy shit. I need to know. You can easily make a movie about like this wild culture. It's fast and furious, but Donkey Kong. You can bring King K rule and King K rule. Oh, that rainbow road scene was so good. That was like, Oh, when he, he did the shortcut. He takes the shortcut. Oh oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot. Fast 10 who? Nah. Yeah. Nah. Mario Kart, baby. The, the little, those little scenes just really shows that Miyamoto was very particular on that. He he gave it like that that Nintendo polish where all those little cameo scenes, you know, like to normal people who don't know Mario or you know are not into like Nintendo or anything like that. Okay, that's cute, that's fun. But for all of us that have been nostalgic about <laughs> Nintendo for so many years, they'd be like, Oh, it's that. Oh no, it's that. And just like all, all these like little things that you point out during the movie. Uh, which is almost as fun as just watching the movie itself, and yeah, yeah, you know, tip your hat to Miyamoto. So he he's a good game director and apparently a good uh, movie producer as well. Fucking talented ass motherfucker. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, okay, with this, what's the next Nintendo IP? If they if they do plan on making a cinematic universe, which is the one that you want to see next? I think Legend of Zelda is the easy one to pick. Mm-hmm. Especially with um, Breath um or Tears with of the Kingdom Breath of coming the Wild out. Yeah. yeah. I would love to see a Breath of the Wild movie adaptation because there's a lot a lot with that story. This is yeah, an actual story. <laughs> yeah, a- an yeah. actual not just a yeah, there's a legend and you're the new one. Go figure yeah. it out. Well, if if it's going to be my guess with the cinematic universe, it's got to be going to end up being an origin story. You know, like everyone's yeah. gonna have to get introduced in some way, shape, or form. I don't know how heavy it will be because, like, Donkey Kong kind of like. I mean, like, if he gets his own movie, I don't think we're gonna get like a full introduction again. We kind of got that already from the Mario movie. Yeah. Same with like Yoshi and Luigi, but you know, with with Link, that's his own IP. So, like him, Zelda, Ganondorf, they all have to establish themselves and do the whole Batman you know, parents died in an alleyway kind of shenanigans where it's like, oh, these guys are the three Triforces, uh, you know, wisdom, courage, and power, right, like and a, blah, blah, blah. You got to establish the something for them. Yeah, because uh, even if they join a, a, a Smash Bros. cinematic universe, they still got to have their own trilogy uh, if you do do that. Uh, so they need some kind of establishing storyline for that. Mario's easy because, I mean, like, you could just do whatever the fuck he likes. Yeah, you don't have to even dwell too much on the the lore for Mario either. You just say, hey, yeah. this mushroom makes you grow big. Why does yep. it do that? But it just does. Zelda is a different story because, you you know, it's, 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 there's this whole lore with the, the three of yeah. them and their destinies and being linked together. and Great fairies. You know, Great fairies, yep, and then like the own world, yep, all the different races, and you know they're all like uh, representatives of each like stone. I already forgot how our ocarina time went, but uh, you know uh, it's all that stuff. So 
my guess would be Ocarina of Time would if they would take a storyline, it would be that one because that would that is still the most I think movie ready. Just the whole like being able to time travel and going back and seeing the desolate world. How much world do you and, think would fit into that first Ocarina of Time movie? Just the beginning parts. I think Kid Link. Kid Link. And then when he uh the time skip is when they end it. Yeah, right before the time skip. Like it like the last scene would just be him like walking out of the Temple of Time and seeing the desolate world that yeah. Ganondorf has created uh, and then yeah, end movie. And then the second movie would be him trying to get to that point and the or like trying to like gather everything else and you know, put the pieces back together and then the third movie would just be him and Ganondorf face off uh kind of shenanigans. So so that that could be the case, you know. Uh, there's plenty. I mean, Kirby. <laughs> I think Kirby could probably uh, get Kirby's squeezed in there because yeah. that's an easy one. Uh, him and King DDD are, I mean, it's very well established uh, their relationship and stuff like that. I don't need too many words uh, for that. But do you think Kirby there's not much talk? talking? Yeah, there's not much talking. So I don't. So someone needs to be with Kirby to talk, and I don't know if Metal Knight's either, the guy. But we had a whole movie where he talked, and they pulled it off really yeah. well. Yeah, so is Kirby going to boil every fucking well, couple yeah. minutes? To, well, they did, yeah, well, I, they did do Kirby right back at you. And they did pull off mostly silent Kirby. Yeah, but they <laughs> got everyone else talks. Other characters yeah, talking. Else talk yeah, for him. So it just it just really depends who you're going to pull in to talk. And that's why I'm like, I mean, King the only DVD other... D and Kirby? <laughs> yeah, well, you yeah, better maybe. have an accent like this. <laughs> Yeah, the fucking Texas accent. So, uh, Kirby would be great. I think Samus would be also uh, pretty Samus. great as well. Oh, that would be a one. very yeah, desolate it. one. Um, I I don't think it's ever going to happen. Uh, Star Fox is never going to get touched with with a fucking 20-foot pole, but I would love to see uh, Star know, Fox man. in the mix. Those, like, anim- uh, Illumination, they love their animals. animal movies. Star Fox, like, <laughs> they yeah. do. I think they really could pull it off. I think they could actually... It's perfect. Nail Star Fox. That's totally yeah. their territory. Space is a really good 3D space mm-hmm. to work in. Action. Yeah, exactly. And the space um, battles will be fucking... at the space station. Yeah, amazing. I, I think the little quips they have with each other, like in 64, yeah. where they're like, mm-hmm. you know, Falco's like, it's like, watch where you go in Einstein and stuff like that. Those those little lines are going to be... It's so sad they died from Ligma, Slippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's Ligma? Slippy no! Yeah, so uh, those those little quips, I always enjoy those little conversations because I always find it funny that even when the bad guys come in, they still have to like turn off their intercom after they make like a very like, you're gonna die, Star Fox. Off. (laughs) (laughs) So I I, I would love to see that as well. Okay, with that, that is the media roundup of the week. If there's anything you guys want us to watch or read, uh, you can always send us those names. Uh, we can check it out and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on a future podcast. Uh, but let's take a break uh, from all the animation talk and go back to animation talk uh, with our take five segment. Because <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right back into it. Uh, if you don't know how this game works, uh, we pick a topic and we pick five items pertaining to that topic. Uh, and then we give ourselves five minutes to debate amongst each other. What is the best and what is the worst? Uh, from these five items and uh, we're just going to keep the animation uh, adaptation going uh, with the best video game movie adaptations uh, for this take five. Uh, I picked movies that are pretty recent because uh, I know 
uh, we watched the majority of these movies. I'm not going to go back to the fucking Mortal Kombat and the Street Fighter and Tekken movies and the oh, 90s. Yeah, there was like a Street fucking, Fighter, huh? They're all of them had heck yeah. Other, the Resident Evil oh. movies too. Like I, I was oh, yeah, debating yeah. on putting that in, but that's you know. So I, I chose more recent ones, kind of help us uh, our brains out a little bit, uh, trying to remember these movies. So uh, here are the five movies uh, that we are going to rank today: uh, Detective Pikachu, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the Super Mario Bros. movie that just happened this year, uh, Mortal Kombat, and Uncharted. Uh, five minutes on the clock, uh, and let us discuss what is the best and what is the worst uh, of these five. Hmm. So this is Sonic the Hedgehog, the first movie? Yeah, I, I just chose the first movie, but we could okay. put both of them together if you wanted to. Uh, I don't remember if you watched the second one, Lance, because... Yeah, I watched the second one. I managed to watch okay. it on my own. It was, uh, it was really good. I think it was a step up from the first one. But if we're talking about the first one, I mean, that was good, too. It was. Yeah, we can, we'll just go with the first ones for now. Jim Carrey so. was great. Sonic was Jim not Carrey as really annoying really as I thought show. it would be. Like it was a it was a good amount of annoyance to the who's the yeah. guy the quote dad not oh, dad I don't know the actor's name oh like James Marston or something like that he 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 did a similar one with like the like a bunny Easter movie where he was like a dad to like a a bunny that talks like he he seems to get these kind of roles that he's yeah, always like the the, the human in the talking dad animal dad. world mm-hmm. yeah this yeah. Very human man yeah. So, but good establishment. I, I kind of like how Sonic was very kiddish, like very, very like young yeah, origin of the, Sonic. The teenage um, kind yeah. of um, mindset for Sonic. Mm-hmm. They kind of changed the rings, didn't they? It wasn't something that you collect yeah. in a game. They It was portal. They portal changed was a lot portal of the game based. mechanics to suit the movie narrative. I mean, it, it does give the whole like different world aspect a, a better look because like mm-hmm. most times it's not the way they describe it it just happens you know like sonic just either gets isekai into another world or <laughs> you know yeah. people pick up put in his world it just happens at least and, they had some kind of explanation that was one way to like that time around bring in mechanics like the rings into the story because why does sonic mm-hmm. collect the rings in his story yep i don't know so i don't For know points yeah it makes no sense in game to put that into real life logic so i don't think that's a fault of theirs but i think when people think about video game i think when when uh like if i was a kid and i wanted to judge a movie by its video game adaptation i would ignorantly think whichever one was the closest (laughs) to the video game is probably Mm -hmm. better which is not true but that's like i know that people think of that first Mm -hmm. So, I mean, people were like that with the Mario movie. They were just like, yeah. it's not one to one with the games. So, like, can I love it? But it's like you have to realize you got translated into movie terms and 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 to make it more sense in a movie aspect and a video game aspect. And uh, people tend to forget that kind of stuff. So, I didn't play a lot of Mortal Kombat or Uncharted, but amongst the like animated ones, I think the Super Mario Bros. definitely felt like they tried harder to put those what's the word homage to the to the game mechanics and stuff yeah Yeah. so i totally get what people say if you like the game you'll like it more because it's just such a treat and like treat to the fans for that movie everything else felt like it was definitely diluted for the mass 
to be like, yeah, this needs sure. to be palatable to everybody. Super Mario's did that to a certain extent. I feel like there's a lot of things where you're like, why does it do that if you don't know the game? Like the bullet bill or like <laughs> the cars. <laughs> the <blue> like shell. <laughs> the yeah, just shell a bunch of other fantastic. stuff. Uh, you're definitely right though. The diluter part, I felt that way with Uncharted very heavily. Uh, I didn't play all the way through, but it just didn't have the same vibe as what Uncharted had. Oh. I think the quips between uh the two characters, I already forgot the main guy's name, uh but the Drake. the the big yeah and then uh Nathan Sally. Oh. Yeah, Nathan Drake and Sally. Both both of them. The both characters, Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland's characters. Uh their quips weren't isn't as good as it was in the games and I felt like the relationship wasn't as great uh in the movie and i it honestly felt like it was just a tom holland action movie yeah the then nathan is, drake is, uh, if they didn't have the title uncharted i would think that it was just a tom holland movie which i think is kind of like its own brand nowadays yeah sony has like their fucking that's their that's their little that's a little piggy bank you know like whenever they're like oh shit we need a lead How about in a movie comedy with tom let's get tom holland, holland. yeah yeah. So he he is like he's almost going to become a lifer in in in, in Sony Sony Pictures where he's going to be like almost in every Sony movie regardless if he's a, a right fit or not uh f for that role cuz he, he's he's marketable, he's sellable. He mm -hmm. I don't know. I I kind of enjoyed the Uncharted movie regardless of the fact that it wasn't really Uncharted. And I think, I think it was, it's because it's a yeah, Tom Holland effect. I think that it honestly was just a good movie and I do like Tom Holland. But yeah. um as far as like being an Uncharted game i think i i especially had that thought where uh this is definitely not a good representation of the game when um yeah there was there it was they're fighting on the ship and then all the fighting was just kicking them over the ship <laughs> when like the yeah. main uh the main um mode of combat in uncharted is gunplay and shooting mm. And Tom didn't kill anybody. Well, I mean, yeah. he kicked people over the ship, but he didn't kill them. The hitting the the ocean down below killed them. Yeah, and I think there wasn't really enough puzzle solving either. I I know they had like the whole like underground oh, the yeah, city, that, and they were like trying to. That was like their way of doing puzzle. the puzzle. Uh, but I I I mean that's what Uncharted really is in a nutshell. It's just like these like platforming puzzles that you have to solve, like Laura Croft and and the. Uh, tomb raider and stuff like that so yeah uh kind of need a little bit more of that but you know what maybe they'll get uncharted too maybe they'll fix that kind of stuff you yeah, definitely you know, have that promise milk, with the, the way the money. movie ended that they want to make a uncharted 2, and i have a feeling it will be again more the the nathan drake that that's yeah know of. yeah let's hope so but unfortunately oh, oh, oh to me it'll be on the bottom if we're I talking so about too. the we're talking about pure movie adaptations to the video game and uh, how much of an essence you can bring from the video game. Uncharted is unfortunately on the bottom, and then Mortal Kombat, only because I don't think we saw enough of Mortal Kombat. I think I think that tip of the iceberg uh, approach with them was kind of a bad move, and I think a lot of people hated that about Mortal Kombat. Like they 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 held themselves too back, like too much back. They could have yeah. gone more. Mortal Kombat, and they didn't. They didn't have enough characters, I feel like. Which I think is a strategic move, so that, you know, you don't kill all your characters. As easy it is to just yeah. every movie be like, hey, yeah, well, they, they, they just... Just retcon it. Yeah. Look, they survived, but, right? Uh, 
Yeah, they definitely was like, uh, we're building for a trilogy kind of thing. I'm like, I I hope you get the time and the money to do that because yeah. the first one, I don't think sold enough to really get people to jump on a trilogy. Because I mean, they pretty much, uh, I forgot who it was. Was it Jax? I think they they uh, alluded to the end of Mortal Kombat, but they saw a poster of him and they were like, oh, he's in america or whatever somewhere and they're like oh we got to go fight him next and basically it's like pick up another uh character from there and that's kind of how mortal kombat's been trying to pick up teammates to fight against the hmm. the evil uh the evil people so uh i guess we'll have to see how mortal kombat goes also in the wasn't a big fan of the main character a lot of these video game adaptations yeah. they need like I, a new character or like sonic's dad to be the grounded person to understand the, other the connection characters. to the the casuals okay, he sucked he was, he was okay um i, was I okay. definitely wasn't like booing at him or anything but he was uh-huh. distracting from you know the characters i did care about yeah they didn't write him I, I think the actor did pretty well for what he was given but they didn't write him any any favors and the fact that he was like only really good at the very end oh uh, yeah when they gave him the powers i was like Oh, uh, also, you know, we kind of had to. Suck too. Yeah, kind of sucked. Let him take like... him. Uh, let him survive being hit. Yeah. So cool. I guess. Uh, if we're in agreement with those two on the bottom. Yeah, I think so. How do we feel about the the other three? We haven't even talked about Detective Pikachu yet. Um. Well, the reason why I haven't talked about Detective Pikachu is that I don't actually have a whole lot to say about it. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. I didn't feel too upset about anything. Yeah. I didn't feel like the clicheness of what movies kind of do with you know how they formulate their scenes and trying to get you to feel certain ways. Detective Pikachu. I think the only time I felt that was at the end where you're kind of like, oh, the dad is Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes. It's been his dad the whole time. I think that's the <laughs> only just, way I was like, oh, I, Pikachu's I don't know a human. Pikachu's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, that Sonic. Best, that was the best moments, man. The fact that it was Ryan Reynolds. It was his dad, yeah. too, at the end. Although, you know, Ryan Reynolds was did a great dad, Detective yeah. Pikachu. He did. You know, it, people want it was Danny great. so bad, but he did a great he job. He did, I remember. I was actually part of that, that like, that 10, 20,000 signature to get Danny DeVito. And I was the dude trolling that effort the entire ride. <laughs> I was part of that movement, and it didn't happen. I was like, damn it. Maybe it next time. Though. It'd been funny as shit if the individual was fucking Pikachu. But uh I think I, I don't I wouldn't say like this that's the beginning of like the cinematic universe we were talking about earlier with with the Super Smash Bros. But I feel like, you know, that might be able to throw it in like a talking Pikachu kind of thing. Just because Pokemon don't really have a lot of talking characters other than the trainers and you you're not really I don't know, you don't really care for the trainers, you care for the Pokemon, right? I, I, I feel like that's the case. Um Pokemon's kind of a tricky one because, you know, I would love to see um, a movie that's animated fully, like Mario. After seeing the Mario movie, I would love to see, like, all these other videos. Yeah, like Sonic, Pikachu. I would love to see, like, a fully animated movie. Yeah, Illumination did so good. I feel like anything else just kind of is like, but are you Illumination, though? Yeah. Yeah. The bar is set too high. But the problem with that is 
if we get a fully animated Pokemon movie, I think it's just going to be Mewtwo Strikes Back again movie. I mean, like it kind of has to be. Or just like uh, that one early episode in, in season one where they were in the, the, the big island and there was a whole bunch of big animatronic versions of, of Pokemon and they had like their own little like story with subtitles and they were all like talking to each other in Pokemon. But uh, I feel like it'll have to be something a little similar to that. But can that carry for a whole movie? I don't really know. I don't know. Uh, I think, unfortunately, you kind of need the humans to carry a movie plot. Yeah. So, gotta gotta get. I wouldn't say. I I don't want to say like Justice Smith didn't do good in the Jessica Pikachu movie because I thought he did enough. But the the trainers never sold me. The 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 misty type trainer that they got the the girl she didn't really sell me. Uh, one. Oh bit, yeah, Man's daughter. Uh, in that movie, yeah. So. Eh. Eh. So we'll have, yeah, we'll have to see. Three. You know what? Maybe put Tom Holland as the as the lead for oh, Pokemon. You know what? That I feel like if you just made Tom Holland the main character in the movie, then it probably would have been <laughs> really good. Yeah, maybe maybe that would maybe yeah maybe him being the trainer would work. And I don't I don't know. I guess we'll have to see on that one. Uh, okay, so it sounds like Detective Pichu just being in third. Yeah, just yeah. because you don't have much of an opinion on that just one. Kind of squeak, squeaks by Mortal Kombat because I did like Mortal Kombat's <laughs> fights. I. After a slew, it was a good homage. A non-stop, seemingly endless uh, monsoon of shitty Mortal Kombat movies. The fatalities were nice. (laughs) Oh god! Is it the opening sequence where he's with the rope and the like kunai-looking dagger, like the farming style? Yes, 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 yes. Oh my god! Yeah, how he became Scorpion, and Mm -hmm. yeah, and that the. That actor is like very famous for his like kung fu movies back in like Taiwan and China and stuff like that. So like, mm-hmm. uh, that was probably like him and his team. Like that's their choreography, and that shit looked. It felt like Sick. a kung fu movie. Yeah, it felt movie. legit. Yeah. No, no, like like really like crazy amounts of like cuts. Like American action movies, they were like cut, 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 cut. So then you don't even see like how the punch is thrown. You just see the contact. Where in like kung fu movies, like it's just a wide shot of the whole choreography you can see all the movement all the fighting and i was like wow this is what mortal kombat's about it's it's martial arts you know it's 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 about you know fighting each other in, in these different styles and uh that beginning part uh really sold it for me everything else is uh, eh. uh okay so sonic or mario uh, can't believe it it comes oh. down to these two characters that have been fighting each other for supremacy for 20 plus years there's no argument. Mario easily takes Mario. Yeah. Mario, okay. Like it's not just the fact that Jack Black carried the Bowser role so well. I think everything that the production crew did, and mm-hmm. obviously Nintendo's influence, just highlighted so many good things about the game. And this is obviously biased, like opinions, because we love the games. I think that's also like a pretty big factor. If we were like, I don't really like Mario games. But you recognize the references. I do. I know every single reference so there was in that movie. Yeah, I feel like if you didn't, it would just be like, yeah, it was cool. It was very pretty. The characters were funny. Fucking Seth Rogen, Jack Black. Yeah. I've never been so attracted to Princess Peach in my life. Oh, glad someone said that. Peach was kind of crazy hot in the movie. Kind of bad. And I was like, when I she... never thought that way about Peach Ooh. once in my life. And... um yeah, I'm a Rosalina oh, man, for to, life. Trying to make me act. Yeah, trying to make me act up. The, the motorcycle <laughs> when she like went down and then she like bent all the way down. I'm like, is this mm-hmm. fucking? 
It's like, uh, ooh, butt controls. It just reminded me of fucking Darling in the Franks. It's just like how how low she was leaning onto the motorcycle. I was like, yeesh. Uh, okay, how does this list look? Does it look like we are happy with the rankings? I think for once, this is actually a really good ranking. <laughs> like we took it seriously for once? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, it sounds like we're in agreement for it. So here are the results for this week's Take 5 on Best Video Game Movie Adaptations. Uh, starting at number 5, Uncharted. Number 4, Mortal Kombat. Number 3, Detective Pikachu. Number 2, Sonic the Hedgehog. And then at number 1, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Uh, so let us know down below if you agree with these rankings. Uh, and you can also let us know what is your favorite video game movie adaptation. Uh I'm very interested to see if there's any nostalgic people out there that love the 90s uh, craze of video game adaptations there too. Any of you John Leguizamo fans out there with the fucking 1993 live action Super Mario Bros. movie, I got to know if you, <laughs> if you like that better than the Illuminations uh, animated movie. Uh, so uh, we would love to hear from you guys there. Uh, but with that, uh, it is finally time for the main segment of our show. It is the We Power Our Spotlight of the week for the spring 2023 season. Uh, we are on week two of the spring season, and holy shit, it was drama-filled this week. Uh, I didn't think anything was going to beat the fall season that we had uh, late last year in terms of how stacked uh, the shows were been. I mean, like... Like, if you look back real quick on the fall season, you know, Chainsaw Man, Spy Family Part 2, Mob Psycho, uh, Blue Lock, Rue My Rock. Hero, uh, Bleach, Bochi the Rock. Uh, Bochi, Bleach. Like, they had a lot of good uh, Mobisu Gundam. Uh, but That's right. This this season alone, I like, I, this is the first time I've actually, I actually had a hard time choosing what was my favorite episode of the week. Like, usually I'm like, there's always like a clear distinct winner but there was so many different genres and different ways mm-hmm. of how i like anime all bubbling at the top and i was just like oh shit this is this is tough to choose from so uh we it's probably the best week of episodes we have ever watched i think per uh from almost top to bottom i think almost every show really put the best foot forward on their episode twos and threes and some on episode ones um we did we did our homework guys we watch 15 or 16 shows uh this past week uh a lot of it double doubled up episodes because we were behind a week uh because of the convention last week uh so we watch as much as we could we are ready to go uh uh guns a blazing to try to uh give you guys a full uh spotlight this week so uh if you don't know how this spotlight goes uh, before every anime, we do trivia questions uh, between Lance and Plinchy. Whoever wins the trivia question will be able to pick which anime we get to talk about uh, first, and then we keep going until we run out of time. Uh, if neither of these guys uh, are able to answer the question, then I will be able to pick. But if there's any indication from last week, I think we're going to be on a Plinchy, Plinchy ride all over again, a, a nice uh, train ride. No, on you the jinxed Express. it. So no, that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to help my boy here get some wins under his belt. The amount of smack talk before the game <laughs> has even begun. I don't know why I did to deserve this, but it's time for me to prove you wrong. Uh, so I, I I loaded up uh, the the board this week. Uh, so I took out 
uh, anime openings of 2022. I put oh, in, that's the only one I ever won oh. on, you bastard. Wow. <laughs> Why did you do that? Way too easy for you guys. You guys are knocking it down in like one, two seconds. Uh, so I made it a little bit harder. So I put in odd animal facts. That probably only helps Bunchy out more. Uh, and billion dollar video game character origins. Uh, that's another new category uh, that we have. That's a weird one. So it's basically just uh, video game characters and their origins. Just, you know, the billion dollar versions, not the shitty ones. Um, I did add a little extra this week and they'll probably carry forward. I put in some daily doubles uh, in these boxes. There's, I think there's two right now uh, in these 25 boxes that we have here. So if you guys hit it. Uh, we can talk about the rules on the daily doubles uh, then. But for now, um, you guys want to roll dice or flip a coin to see who gets to go go first? D20. D20. Highest? Yeah, highest. Uh, nine. Nine. Okay, who's got hey. the higher decks? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled again. Natural two. Five. Okay. Okay. Well, okay, Vegie. Let's go. You get first crack at the board. Uh, What would you like to attempt? Hit me with uh, animal haiku for 100. With monochrome stripes, they cross the African feeding the big cats. Zebra! Yeah. Okay. Uh, you're you're correct. It is the zebra. Uh, zebras are indigenous to the plains and mountains. I'm not Africa. playing around anymore. <laughs> they have from early horses in the last four million years. Uh, as with other native animals, man has had severe impact on their numbers, and at least one subspecies has become extinct. Uh, so there you go, uh, Lance. Good job. You get first crack at today's spotlight. Oh, yeah. So this isn't a game anymore. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, what a- what anime would you like to start us off with? Uh, this um, mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know I was going to get this possibility. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even know I get this far. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do I do now? Let's see. Um, let's talk about... Um, we didn't talk about it last episode, I think. Um, let's talk about Demon Slayer. Okay. Let's, uh, let's hear it. Oh, the Mist... Um, Dang, I gotta look up his name. The Mist. Um, oh, the Hashira? Hashira, yeah. Um, Cold-blooded. Very surprised. I did not expect... I didn't know what I was expecting for his characterization. I was not expecting um, him to be the cold-blooded one. Mm-hmm. But I do like this character a lot. That he's younger than Tanjiro. Mm-hmm. But just... He's a baby. Infinitely. I mean, we haven't seen him fight fully. But the way they present him is so good that you know that mm-hmm. he's just uh, a beast. He's that child prodigy yeah, that the they child like to have. Prodigy yeah. Character. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, give it up for Tanjiro's forearms. Uh, give him Popeyes for <laughs> a run for his money. <laughs> yeah. That's probably been the best character development of Tanjiro in this uh, recent arc. <laughs> um, what else? I love Hashida. She's okay. she loves nezuko who gives a fuck everyone loves nezuko yeah uh i think she's exactly how she is exactly how she is uh i think the thing i was kind of um how should i put it i like it when the hashiras make me surprised about what their personality is i haven't Mm. felt too strongly for the ones that are exactly what their their element is so you know 
what's her name? Mitsumi. Um, she oh, Mitsuru. Oh, Mitsuru. Oh, Mitsuru. Uh, yeah, she's right. very loving. The yeah, yeah she's a love Asher. Um, yeah. Rengoku. You know, Rengoku actually was one of my favorite ones because he, I thought that he'd just be a burning passion guy, but on the surface he was. Yeah, but on the surface he was, underneath. but he had a lot of death and a lot of um of a lot of doubt in his heart, and I really like that. Yeah, to see like the different angles of his characters that makes him like such a powerful Hashira. Um, yeah, the wind Hashira and the snake ones, like I um also are the ones I can't wait to get to know more. Just mm-hmm. because I, I mean, I don't know a thing about them, but mm-hmm. they definitely intrigue me. Yeah, uh, for the most part, most of the Hashiras have that like the face in the front, and then something underneath. Shinobu is the same way, where she smiles a lot. Yeah, yeah. she's like Shinobu the too. very like nice, calm, comforting one. But she actually is probably more burning passion than Rengoku. She has a huge it, hatred in her heart. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't uh, call it burning passion. I would call it like fury yeah there fury, you go, fury. Yeah. yeah so uh that's that's always like i think that's the theme of these hashiras is just that they're always not what they seem compared to what, what you see in the surface and it's you know it's tandro's job to be the main character and and you know take out each layer of the on, their onions and fucking find out what they are inside it's like an onion it's like an onion <laughs> oh there's one thing i could critique um demon slayer anime on is this is um it was pretty I guess it wasn't so bad the first season, but I started to become aware of it in the second season um, with um, Tengen. They totally blow the the whole arc in the opening. And oh, that yeah. really, really kind of ticked me off that they full on showed that uh, the Miss Hashira is going to fight this demon and that uh, the Love Hashira is definitely going to fight this demon. And it showed off their skills it kind of yeah. showed me like how they fight against the demon too. So we already know like, oh, the uh, Miss Hasha, he's incredibly agile. Yeah, um, yeah. I think even in the, their trailers, they even show like, because everyone has like a different type of weapon they want to fight with. Oh, or, yeah. like, oh a, god, you know, yeah. Her whip sword. <laughs> Her whip so sword. Spoiled. Yeah. I was like, uh, that, that was like the coolest sucked. part when I was reading it. I was like, Whoa. it was. Yeah. You turned the page and you're like, oh, oh like. I would have loved to see that, like, for the first time when she starts fighting, be like, oh my gosh, she has that kind of weapon? But now, like, yeah. everybody and their mom knows that she has a whip sword. Yep. So. Yep. We'll just I, have to live through Tanjiro and have him yeah. be like, oh, a whip Whoa. sword. Yeah. yeah. And then that's it. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Sadly, yeah, with the way you foldable. You foldable is like you're still gonna be like fuck. That was so good though. Like when you finally see it like fully yeah, for the sure. first time, you're still gonna be like, well, I'm mad at you, foldable, but I can't be that mad at you because you made it look really cool still, and I hate you for that. But I, I definitely get what you mean uh, with the way they do things. So uh, they just know no matter what they do with Demon Slayer, it's gonna fucking sell, and doesn't matter how much you spoil, people are gonna be uh, in this for for the long run. So uh, okay, well, with that. Uh, Lance, you get control of the board. What would you like to hit next? <laughs> it feels good to be at the top. I choose billion dollar video game character origins for 300. 300. Okay. The creator of Pokemon, Satoshi Tajiri, developed the idea of, for the game from which enjoyed uh, Plinchy. Um, A, baseball card collecting. 
We're incorrect, Lance. <laughs> insect collecting. <laughs> you are correct. It is insect collecting. Damn. Pokemon oh, games released in 1996. God, the reverse uh, sweep <laughs> with red and green. Could it be? Uh, the idea behind the games was to catch different po- different monsters and capsules and collect them. Uh, the game initial success was a stellar. Uh, until the game developers put an unattainable Pokemon called Mew in the game, and then they held a contest for players to enter and win this legendary Pokemon, which helped boost the game's success and obviously 20-plus years of mediocrity uh, in their video games, uh, making yeah. billions and billions of dollars. <laughs> so, Start of it all. Right. Real, real nice plug in there, Peter. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, well, Okay, Lance, you you have control yet again. So, what anime would you like to talk about next? Uh, it's time to talk about. Let's talk about Michelle. Michelle. Okay. Ma- Mashell. 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 Oops. Mash. I don't know because his name is Mash. Yeah. It's like Mashell, Marshall. It's fucking weird. Uh, but okay, yeah. Harry Harry Potter One Punch Man. Um, What's your take? Pretty mid. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say. Mid. I'm, I'm kind of good on dropping it. I think the okay. premise is funny, but it. Yeah, it's, it's the same it's old another... table. I that's what I prefaced at the mm-hmm. beginning was that, yeah. that that Mash solves all his problems by being extremely athletic, by just defying um, what you'd expect to solve the problem and just powering through it. And exactly, uh, you know, it was funny in the first episode, but um, this episode of. Uh, I knew he'd do it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he did it. Uh, yeah. And well, then he did it. He, he did it. Yeah, he he did sure it again. did it. And yeah. I bet next episode, yeah. I'm going to, I could feel pretty confident betting he'll do it again. Yeah. It, it's never about like uh, what he's going to accomplish. It's just how he accomplished it. I think that's the best part about Michelle yeah. is that like his way of thinking is so stupid and out of the box mm-hmm. that it just like, it just it's just so fucking ridiculous how he solves some of the ma- some of the problems that he can't solve with magic uh per se like just the whole like this is episode alone where it's like okay i'm going to teach you how to unlock uh locks with this spell and he just fucking rips just the, fucking the lock monkey, open monkeys yeah open, yeah so uh there's there's always going to be I mean, the one credit i give to the manga is that the, he always finds unique ways to solve problems with Ma- with Mashell and or with matches and uh his athletic ability so but i i definitely agree with you guys does it withstand a whole season especially with the kind of season that we're yeah. having the characters uh, too didn't I give me a whole lot of confidence for yeah. like very like deep character interactions mm-hmm. okay so are, are we does it look uh, like we're gonna drop Mashell? pretty you guys want to give it one more week drop it drop okay yeah. All right, Michelle, you are the fourth show that gets dropped this season. I will miss the rapping. Like that was Dude, the music was, is so good. Yeah, I will say the one for thing no that reason is that the music is really good and the rapping is Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't I can't name another anime it, that has rapping as their main like um theme. Yeah. It wasn't a lot, but uh early seasons of My Hero had uh Oh, that's right. A couple yeah. of songs oh, that's that were, too, uh, yeah. were rapping like that. So, like when when but this is the main Deku, opening. But th- yeah, this is like it's and almost like, like every scene with two Mash. different a lot of the intense like, yeah songs that they use. Yep. So okay, anything else for Mashell before we close the book? 
Cream puff. Cream puff. So long, creamer. <laughs> Oof. Okay, with that, with that stellar fucking line from him, you have control of the board again, Lance. Oh uh, what God. would you like to hit next? God, we've been talking about Nintendo so much. Nintendo for uh, two hundred. Nintendo. Nintendo for two hundred. This famous Nintendo character was originally supposed to have a gun in his trademark game, and his arch enemy was originally an turtle. Who is this video game legend? Lance? I uh, was confident I knew which answer it was, but then you said turtle, and now I'm not sure what I was trying to get at. Uh, was it? Oh, God. Is, is it Mario? You are correct. It is Mario. <laughs> Mario is easy Nintendo's I most important franchise. <laughs> Uh, there are many Mario games that's hard to count. His first game is Donkey Kong, and he was named Jumpman. Instead of rescuing Peach, he was rescuing Paulina. Uh, okay, Lance, three Wait, for three. But that didn't explain like what happened to the idea of the gun and the the ox. Like, what was that? It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Was that, was that just like that. Miyamoto just like farting in like the bathroom? I, and you're just like, yeah, hey, I think they were farting out ideas. Ox, but they were. But they're. There were there was a lot of things, litigations, and they were afraid that they were, the gun was going to be going down the wrong path. There, there, it, it was a very long, like three, four paragraph answer, and I was like, I can't. I'm just going to go simple. <laughs> so, uh, but back again in control, Lance. The the Lance train is rolling. What anime is up next? Wait, did we watch Pokemon? Oh, we did. We did watch Pokemon Horizons. We did. Mm-hmm. I did put it in. Okay, let's talk about Pokemon Horizons. I'm actually interested to know what you think about this peter um okay. but uh to start um <laughs> i mean it was okay it was a serviceable first episode I, uh, and I, I don't i don't think pokemon seasons are ever ones that start hot out the gate you know that's not true because um gen one the very first well, yeah, gen episode one. yeah when they introduced ash that episode was so fire like the introduction of pikachu <laughs> yeah the the unshakable rival. pikachu bond oh rival Dude, fucking gary and his fucking uh wench bench of a car. cheerleaders yeah. <laughs> bench. <laughs> yeah they're just stacked in there. <laughs> um and oh my god professor oak his hot yep. mom um Pikachu and yeah, the but that's not the, the very the first Spiro. episode ever. Of yeah. course, it's gonna be Hell fucking yeah. fantastic. This is the first time we're introduced to Lico as the main character. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're gonna compare it that the, way. The show from now on. Uh, I was expecting more oomph, but they broke it off like Twilight into two parts, and I just don't think that's a good opening. <laughs> to me, there's too much pedigree with Pokemon. Like when you when you're going with the very first episode ever. There's no expectations. There's no, like, what bar do we meet? It's just we just yeah, go, and they weren't even sure how they go with a uh, with a compelling um, motivation and a trademark ally that you can tell they're gonna have an amazing bond with. So far, Sprigatito eh? is a cat. They train together. Yeah, like like the definition of a cat. A very yeah. cute cat, but it's a cat. Pikachu is a man. That's a rat. Jesus Christ. Who, is, who looks like a man. Uh, who looks like a rat. Jesus Christ. I, I, I feel like, I don't, I don't, like, honestly, I don't know, really know how long Liko and Roy are going to be main characters. Like, I don't think, I don't think we're running like another 20 plus seasons. 
with these two characters. Yeah, I think they're very like a good season though with them. I I think this is like how we're gonna do with the rotation of girls uh companions that Ash got. Like every generation is gonna be a new set of companions that is Liko and Roy to me seem like there's a story that they want to tell and that there's an ending to that story and then they move on and and go from there because it was kind mm. of story heavy right Liko didn't really get that much character development because they wanted to tell the story with that whatever that weird bodyguard suit guy and then like her necklace it was all important she had it like in a box and then they were like give us the necklace and she's like I can't give away the necklace it's, it's special grandma blah 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 there was like all this like story lore that they were trying to drop at that first episode that like kind of overshadowed the fact that hey did you forget that we have a brand new character and we don't really know who she is Anything. and Sprigatito <laughs> yeah. is very cat-like and kind of almost the same as Pikachu at the very beginning where it's kind of annoying and and not listening so it's kind of like the same formula but not you know it's it's spread out longer like like what you were saying with the first episode they solved their problems all in episode one by killing thousands of spiros because you know violence is always the answer to anyone's problems but with this one you know they they're 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 trying to add this story element that pokemon has never really ventured into other than movies you know that's like it almost felt like this is how a movie starts uh with this first episode it did feel like a movie plot yeah yeah so that's why I don't know how long this series is going. Usually, you know, we get the 52 weeks, we get the full year, and then we'll see from there. They do like a, you know, a part two of the season or they do, you know, a conclusion, stuff like that. But they seem very specific, like these characters have a mission and we're going to finish it, you know, in the near future, not like 20 years plus. And Ash is still not in his head a pokemon master so he can continue growing like it's not open-ended as uh as his 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 development so oh you know what i will say about this first episode the fighting animations were amazing yeah like that was that was movie level of like yeah amazing animation and lighting and effects yeah the lighting was really interesting because it looked like it carried over from that that final battle that ash had with uh leon uh in pokemon journeys yeah where the, the pokemon looked yeah the pokemon looked almost shiny in, in, oh, yeah, in a way where like they're the very distinct when they're fighting yeah so uh i don't know how much that carries over but uh be very interesting it is to the see. First how episode? do you it is only the first episode we haven't even seen the other main boy yet uh roy barely got introduced to roy. freed uh yeah, which yeah i've been told which i've read that he's a, a pokemon professor so it doesn't you can pass the 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 bar at any age oh yeah <laughs> to no, become a pokemon i mean professor. they'll give it a 10 year old so whatever right at this point i feel like gary's already a professor he ain't no assistant no more so yeah no, yeah right. no no gary's he's way what too a, smart for his 10 year old age <laughs> what a what anything. a manly madman let me be part of the to whack bitches company, whatever the fuck you said. The wench bench. The wench bench car. <laughs> yeah. I want to be part of that bench, baby. Uh okay. Uh with that, I think we're ready to move on to another anime. I can't believe it. Lance, you're back on the board. Oh god, can I make it a sweep? Keep it going. Can you can you can you can you sweep the whole episode? Just you? Alright, let's do odd animal facts. Four. Oh no. Five hundred. 
I'm going to fail and I'm going to look so bad. <laughs> Time to beat her uh, at her own game. Okay. <laughs> Buzzers at the ready. Here we go. Avocados can be toxic. Flinchy, you have buzzed in first. Avocados can be toxic to which of these creatures? Dogs? All of them? Rabbits? Or birds? Dogs. You are incorrect. It is not dogs. Lance, I saw you buzzed in as well. What is your answer? Rabbits. Wow. It is not rabbits. It is what actually all of them. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Uh, birds eat avocados. Yeah, I thought birds ate avocados. Oh, maybe they, they're not supposed to eat avocados. But they're they not supposed anyways. to. It's kind of like I'm not supposed to eat Flaming Hot Cheetos, and yet I still, you know, destroy myself. That's not toxic. <laughs> it is. It really like it's the things. Toxic. Yeah, the the next day you will believe it was toxic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ew, that was disgusting. Uh, yeah. So avocados contain toxic. <laughs> you, I never want to hear Peter say I'm disgusting. That means I'm really disgusting. <laughs> I didn't want to pick up the poop on my own. Okay, I had to. It was my the job. Dude's just like wiki feeding over the camera for like the. It was for the bit, and I and I'm pretty sure the bit worked. Okay, you totally thought that I was Michelle Jones, so I don't think I don't think that was a problem whatsoever. Uh, but you know what? And the rare occasion you guys have both missed. Michelle Jones is the name of uh, Zendaya's character in Spider Man. Is it? Yeah. Oh, MJ. Oh, yeah. Yeah. MJ I didn't realize that was, that was really good. Tom Holland always in my head. Tom Holland. Uh, you have always in my head. Always in my head. <laughs> uh, you have both. Uh, missed the trivia question uh, for this round. So surprisingly, I get to pick uh, what anime uh, we get to talk about next. And I got to go probably with, for me, the show of the week, uh, Oshinoko. Uh, I have been high on this manga for a very long time. And when we were voting anime in, I... I have had such a hard time trying to figure out how to explain to you guys what Oshinoko is without one, spoiling it, and two, turning you guys off. Because it's not the type of anime that we we always watch. This is a very drama-heavy type show, mm -hmm. almost kind of soap opera type-like. But I just like, how do I how do I sell this to you guys? Other than it's the same writer as Kaguya-sama, Aka Akasaka. He's Fantastic in his writing, by the way. Uh, and uh, Takashi Rie was going to be in the show. Like, I like that is so hard for me to to sell you guys on any of the facts other than you know the the very surface line and superficial uh, stuff that we see uh, yeah. when we're voting shows in. And and the trailer didn't really give much away. Uh, gladly and honestly, uh, it's, it was better that way. Because I mean, honestly, mm -hmm. for the first thirty minutes of you guys watching that show. I thought it was going to be a dud. I actually, I actually thought this is going to be a show we vote out uh, when we come to come Monday, Tuesday when we do the podcast. Because I was like, they're they're making a lot of jokes and they're not really paying attention, and a lot of stuff is really weird and it's turning a lot of people off. Like you know the whole baby breastfeeding scene and them becoming the babies yeah, wow. and reincarnating as the babies. That was just like a it's a hard sell. I can't. It's hard to like really get you guys on. Yeah, that on kind paper. Of show. Really paper, hard to uh, honestly I say probably, stuff like that. Yeah, wouldn't have yeah. thought very much of this show. But when we started coming closer to that back half, when the kids start growing up more uh, and started becoming their own characters, and I was starting to branch out more, you saw a lot more 
emotion and, and and damage inside of her. I I can't praise this enough. Uh, the fucking Dogokobo didn't think they were capable of this type of genre and and this type of storytelling. But from the music, from from the animation to the voice acting, Takashi Rie, I mean. The, mm-hmm. There's not enough words to say how well she was able to deliver Ai's character. The bubbly surface on the outside, but just this ping of like almost guilt and 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 emotion, emotional damage that she had behind her. Uh, you could feel like there wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was a fake, uh, fake bubbly personality, and she was able to tell that through her voice, and that was. I was fantastic. And I found out that she she didn't even want this role. She was actually going for different roles uh, of this show. Uh, but she said uh, the one line, I, I can't remember verbatim, but it was like uh, that uh, she is always, uh, love is always going to be a false or false love or something like that. I think she was talking to the doctor when she was pregnant and they were like on that rooftop and there were, she was monologuing and stuff like that. She She said that one line. Uh, out of context for the director and he was like that's the one that's she is going to be our eye uh from from now on so she she wanted to go for some other characters i think she wanted ruby i, I think she went for oh the daughter the that daughter makes sense. And i then, can definitely see her doing that honestly i can uh, see her do anything because i think we've proven time, yeah. and time again <laughs> proven enough she can, do she can do anything yeah uh and another character that we haven't been introduced yet but we will soon uh akane kurokawa uh very a uh, big supporting character as well, so uh, pretty pretty interesting to to hear that from 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 her that she wanted the other roles, but she pretty much got the one role that somehow catapulted this show this this episode alone to be number one on my anime list over Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. I I've never mm-hmm, seen mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. much l- love and also. Just I wouldn't say the vibe, but just like this constant talk about Oshinoko. Just the I think the writing alone has gotten a lot of people's attention on how fucked up the industry is, how yep. fucked up uh, society is in Japan when they think about idols. Uh, yep. And I just uh, I think uh, Sukasa's voice actor uh, for Tony Kaku Kawaii, she's actually an idol as well. And I just heard news that she recently just got a boyfriend and she's getting flamed up the wazoo uh, for uh, coming out that she has a boyfriend. Her her single sales for her songs are plummeting fast because of it. And it just reminds me of Oshinoko and the fact that like Aka Akasaka, the writer, he basically was just like, this is how society is in Japan. I, I am not exaggerating. I'm not trying to like make it... Uh, you know, bigger than what it is. This is what it is in Japan, and just seeing it happen in real life with an actual voice actor, an actual idol, uh, it it hits it hits a little bit more home. This first episode, I think uh, this episode wasn't uh, the beginning was an hour long, and I think that was incredibly needed because yeah. if they split that in half, it would not have the impact that it's had on me. You would have made it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This, um, yeah. This first episode was probably one of the most like powerful setups I've seen for an anime. Um, just the yeah. prologue. <laughs> yeah, just honestly, like this could just be a movie on its own. Yeah. Yeah. Just like the sad reality that 
yeah, idols a sad, might have to go through. Honest commentary on reality. Yeah. Like take this prologue and however uh like a, a small section of Sukasa as a high schooler getting into the industry and then getting res- revenge and then movie end. I'd watch that. I, I think even without that, that's already like this is already like a really good movie setup. Just just like just kind of make it sad. Like no revenge accomplished, no happy ending. It's just mm-hmm. this is the sad. And it, it was like a documentary a little yeah, bit. And just, by next month, the world just kind of goes on because that's how it is. Yeah. You know, especially with celebrities, they only get remembered for when they do something good, not when they're going through something bad, mm-hmm. uh, because that's uh, that's the kind of society we live in. So I'm very excited for you guys to see the rest of the season. It is an 11 episode season. Same. I, I can't say for sure if we're going to have the same peak that we had in this episode one, I, 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 they really put the bar extremely yeah, high. Pretty high. I was gonna say, like with it being an hour, they definitely had a strategic plan to yeah. set it up, and that I think expecting anything like that for the rest of the anime is kind of asking for a lot because yeah. we don't yeah. get an hour each episode. You have a lot of time to work with that, mm-hmm. but for sure, and it's just storyline wise. Like everyone's been talking about, this is the prologue. This first episode was just the beginning of, it's not I's story, it's about Aqua and Ruby's story. It's about these two kids and how they're going to figure out what they want to do in life now with their mother dead. Uh, So you can't just go full force right out the gate for their storyline. You can't, like, their storyline has to build up and they have to establish, because you got to learn what Aqua and Ruby's been up to since they've been kids, right? Like it's been almost, God, I don't know, like right. 10 years since uh, since the incident happened and stuff like that. So you got a lot of catching up to do. So these next couple episodes are going to be very lore heavy, probably slow down. You know, you still get some of these moments where it's like, holy shit, you know, but for the most part, or I, I employ everyone to stick with it. Like this is not... This is not one of those kind of like drama shows where like it's every it's not like soap opera where like every week this is like oh my god you cheated with my my sister cousin or you have cancer with my brother lover you know like oh and like it has to be a fucking turn every single second this this show uh, knows to when to ramp it up and when to slow it down uh, and you know we'll see how it goes I'm very excited for you guys to see uh, more of this show so especially uh, Kane Kurokawa. Uh, the new girl, uh, once she gets introduced, she is my favorite character uh, in this entire cast, and the way she gets portrayed in the in the story, just mwah, just just perfect. So, uh, okay, with that, fuck I, fuck I, I, I have control of the board. Holy shit! Um, yeah, this is weird because I know what every box has. So, um. Our fates are in your hands, God. Roll a dice. <laughs> sure, roll a dice for me. Randomize as possible so it doesn't look like I'm cheating. One. Okay. <laughs> Odd animal facts for 100. Everyone, buzzes are cleared. Okay. Buzzes at the ready. Here we go. What determines the gender of a baby alligator? A, the temperature of the nest in which the egg is hatched. B, the relative ages of the male and female parents. C, the season of the year, 
Or D, the diet of the mother. Uh, Plinchy, you had buzzed in first. What is your answer? A, the temperature. You are correct. It is the temperature of the nest in which the egg is hatched. (laughs) Um, I was going to say that. Ni- <laughs> 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 you should, because it's the right answer. <laughs> it is the right answer. You're right. Uh, 90 to 93 degrees Fahrenheit uh, will make it a male. 82 to 86 degrees Fahrenheit uh, will make it a female. Dude, where so. is that shiny hunting method? <laughs> like, Ew. they just alter the temperature and get a male or female Pokemon. Yeah, that'd be fuck? very interesting. Uh, okay. Plinchy, first time you are on the board and in control. So what show would you like to talk about next? Um, Somehow still plenty of good shows on the table. Let's talk about... Uh, well, I kind of want to talk about a show I want to drop. Mostly because I okay. want it dropped. <laughs> okay. Um, Hawaii Sugi Crisis. Kind of feeling okay. over it. That's another one, yeah. I was, I was going to say. It is what it is. It's uh, it is what it is. Another one trick pony. Definitely something that, like, if I had to choose an anime to put in the background from this season while cooking, I don't think it would be this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not, oh, she's not even thinking. good enough to <laughs> to put in the background to distract you. Oh no, maybe something I'd put on for like kids or something. Honestly, I don't think it would be something that. I actually want to seek out and watch after watching yeah. two episodes. Maybe I'd play for my dog to, you know, keep it from being lonely <laughs> at home. Just have noise. Yeah, just noise. Yeah. I, I'm honestly surprised that they didn't go the the educational route with this show, where it's like very like heavy. Let's learn about this animal, or like let's learn about how to yeah. take care of this cat because she owns a cat now. Because you're teaching the alien how to take care of animals. And you were figured, you know, that's the way that. Yeah, it was a lot of like, go. if you know what it's like to be an owner, then you would recognize yeah. like these twer- oh. quirks about these people. And then the yep. alien lady reacts like, oh, wow, a dog person and a cat person is fighting. Yeah, very superficial. Uh, yeah. I, when when they made that joke, I was like, no, this isn't what I thought this was going to be. This feels very like surface level yeah. slice of life. And mm-hmm. not a lot of, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not asking for a lot. I just don't want to watch this anime. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to watch something that's not this. Um, yeah. Especially think, because we have so many things to choose from. Yeah, it, it makes it a lot more competitive this season. Uh, it does. I think um, what I would have liked from the show is, okay, well, the trick is when when she's gushing over how cute the cats and the dogs are, I can't help but think, they're not that cute. Yeah, that's also I, the unfortunate I, thing. I think I've seen anime where yeah. I thought, man, that is a really cute cat. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, is that? I think yet? this. It looks like it's trying too hard to be cute, too realistic. When they animate it, it doesn't look right. It doesn't. It, it act looks like. like I just. It's just. I don't know. The. It's like. It's like the assignment was to make a cute cat anime, and they did the assignment. But you know what? But I, I know give that it you a, did it a, on purpose. Yeah. 
yeah, like you were forced to do this. You didn't want to draw cats because you love cats, and you you yeah, you drew you a cat because cats. you were paid to draw cats. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's like the vibes that I get, especially oh. how I don't know the surface level references instead of mm. just straight up like it's cute because science because there is science behind why we like animals, but they didn't touch yeah. on that. Okay, when was the last time you thought that this? This animal's really cute in anime. I don't know. I thought Bond was pretty cute for Spy Family. Bond was cute. But I think it's the Bond, barf. Yeah. I, I think it was I think lovable. It's the barfing. Um, I think the last time I thought an animal was cute in anime was probably Pochita. <laughs> chainsaw Man. <laughs> chainsaw Man. I was, okay, you know, aside from the fact that Pochita um, had a chainsaw on had his face. Had a fucking chainsaw on his nose. You know, just yeah. like an orange. The fact that he was uh, just a what? ball with legs yeah. and a... A stupid um the squiggly <laughs> the squiggly eyes pasted onto him um it was really cute because the way he acted with um denji yeah, it was yeah. an actual dog <laughs> yeah it, yeah it was a really cute dog the way he cried for denji when he was lonely and then he ate <laughs> and denji <laughs> ate his food and then passed it to the and let Pocha bite it and then denji ate it again is that such a dog owner thing or is it yeah i think it is yeah share food yeah. No, I would never eat anything that was in Bisky's mouth ever. Oh, I, I do that with my dogs. You won't when their breath stinks and it smells just awful because Bisky's got really bad breath. When okay. we went to Soccer Con, uh, the little our little uh, Avery's little brother who watched over the pets, mm -hmm. I think one of the first things he said to me was, "I have mad respect for you guys after like taking care of her." Which, by the way, Bisky is not a hard dog to take care of. But then the second thing he was like. Her breath stinks. Her breath stinks. Like, yeah. Holy shit. Those are the two takeaways. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when I was staying at your guys' place and she would wake me up in the morning. If she didn't punch me furiously in the face, uh, her breath would be the one that catches me uh, and punches me in the face. So, because she'll just hover over my face. So, it's okay though. Still a cute dog. Little kibble and gingivitis. That'll do it. Oh, yeah. An ass. <laughs> she can't reach. But oh, yeah. No. She can't reach. Just like Nekamaru, like just denied the most basic pleasures <laughs> a, a creature can have. Okay. okay. We're going to move on from there. Uh, okay, Plinchy, you have control of the board. Uh, what would you like to hit? Mm, Pokemon cries. 400. 400. Okay, this is in Generation 4. Which one's that one? Uh, Diamond? Uh, no. Diamond and Pearl? Yeah. Oh, God. A bad one. I didn't play that one. Yeah, you didn't play when Brilliant Diamond came out? Because that was a fucking train wreck of a game. Well, because she's shiny hunt for like fucking 20 plus hours. Oh, yeah, hours you don't and... actually no, play no, 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 no. Pokemon. No, no, no. I didn't shiny hunt Pokemon until games. Sun and Moon came out. No, no, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, the the remake of Generation Four. I remember. Oh, I see. Yeah, you got it. And well, then you. I, I okay. I, I thought we were talking about when Diamond and Pearl Brilliant. came out, not Brilliant Diamond. Oh, I was talking about Brilliant. But yeah, Diamond you're right. Pearl. I did. I remember shiny watching guns, you so streaming. You trying to get the shiny, you still didn't get it. And then yeah. I think you gave up. So I gave up, and then I got it in Arceus. I boycotted the fuck yeah. out of that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so Generation Four. I have the Pokemon ready. Uh, I'll give you guys a couple of tries because obviously it's a big generation. Uh, so, you know, pull out your Pokedex and good luck. We don't get multiple choice. We just have to say the Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. I just want to make here, sure. Here we go. 
Why it sound like that? Why it sound, why it sound like that? <laughs> I don't know any Diamond and Pearl fucking Pokemon. Uh, I only know the stupid monkeys. I do, I do remember this gen like is like the beginning of weird fucking Pokemon cries. And I'll start with a stupid uh, Gastrodon. And then... <laughs> and they do have a lot of uh, Pokemon evolutions from previous generations. So. Why it sound like, like sloppy uh, toppy? It does. Jesus. I don't that know who has Sloppy Toppy from. I'm looking at the list right now. I can't imagine any of them making this noise. <laughs> God, it like hurts me. I have no idea. This is exclusively fourth gen. This is only generation fourth. So Diamond and Pearl. Dude, I, I, I think it's what you said. So there's like a certain tone in that. <laughs> Punchy, you have buzzed in. What is your answer? Is it Fellows? It is not Shellos. You want to take a crack, Lance? No, not really. Like, gosh. God, that sloppiness. What? It literally... The Like, the there's a certain, like, tone or octane it hits that is so Gen 4, because I don't think they really use that kind of, like, pitch in the cries since then. Um, I really have no idea what could possibly make that noise. Maybe it's, like, man... Manaphy, just because I've never heard its cry. Is that your guess? Um, I need a guess. Yeah, I'm going to say it's Manaphy. You are incorrect. It is not Manaphy. I mean, I think it was just way too disgusting for something that cute. Give you, give you guys another round here. All right, Plinchy? Gastrodon. It is not Gastrodon. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the only Pokemon that could possibly make something so Whoa! disgusting come out of its mouth. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Oh no, there's another Pokemon that can make something disgusting out of its mouth. Oh, it sounds so wet, but maybe that's why it sounds wet. Uh-huh. Uh, Lance. Licky Licky? Ding, 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 you are correct. It is <laughs> Licky Licky. Why it sound like that? Because I guess it's... Ew, it's like... Oh, that's it yeah, doing this yeah, with mean, its I, tongue. I guess it's like its tongue, but man, it sounds and like... it's doing it's, an elephant scream? Yeah. It's like it gulping like it's like something up. Shin yeah. deep in water, yeah. too. Yeah. So it is... Stupid. Very disgusting. Well, I can okay. actually say, like, that's another Pokemon that I've never... See, I think Heard you fight guy. it once in the entire game. And it's hard to, yeah. like, get a licky tongue in that game. So, good luck. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, Lance, back in control. What anime would you like to talk about next? Um, let's see. So plenty of good ones on left on the table. I think it's important to talk about, um, make sure we definitely talk about Heavenly Delusion. Okay. Yeah, because um, that was definitely, so, you know, Oshinoko, of course, I think was, you know, like the the leading the leading lady of this week. But yeah. Um, Best supporting actor, without doubt, goes to <laughs> Heavenly Delusion. It's pretty fucked up this week's. That was uh, episode two and three that we got to watch. You know, I didn't expect that level of fucked upness because I thought the world itself was fucked up enough that you know there's plenty of mysterious intrigue going on with like the monsters and the yeah. The I still remember the, the students world. making out with each other, and now it's yeah. just like just happened all of a sudden, and then like the whole like. The students were sending naked pictures of one girl and he was like getting turned on by it. I was like, 
Is this, what, what, what narrative are you trying to pull here? I yeah, don't I understand. Like, I mean, it was weird enough that we're going uh, during the Franks all up in this bitch, but um, just out of was what prompted this like reveal that Kiruko is uh, um, actually the her boy. Brother. The boy said, "I love you." Last episode, and she's like, "That's I'm a guy. nice and all, but I'm a guy." And he's like, "What?" Oh, like in here, I'm a guy, but I'm in a I'm in a female's body, and then yes. yeah. we waited a week to be told. Quite literally, he is a boy in a in woman's, a woman's body. body, and not just any woman's body. His sister's, his sister's body. body. That's which sister's I think he's yeah orphans. sister. Oh, yeah. they orphans. Oh, but yeah, uh, because he loves her, and they are very much not related. Oh, very attractive. Okay, to try to kiss her in the mirror. Okay. I wonder if that was the first time he bathed in her body. Or like in a while, I guess. Probably not. I mean, I'm sure he's done at some point in the how much years it's been. Yeah, there was that one scene where it looked like he was pretty much masturbating in her body, so. Um there's so much layers of fucked up in that that revelation. Yeah. I don't even know where to begin. I could try to start with one, but there's like, oh God. It would be her old day. I mean, there's only one person to blame for this whole situation. It's the fucking doctor. Yeah, but the the mystery of um, why... Just let him die. Yeah, why was it so important I guess so, yeah. to transplant the dying brother's brain? Yeah, hi, hi puppy. I know, I know. Um, just He doesn't agree. Yeah, he, he didn't like that. <laughs> bit. Um, Combine them! <laughs> just, gosh. Uh, real rich coming from a dog. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's such a interesting mystery because I feel like there's so much. I guess, potential isn't the right word. When I think about it, there's probably a lot of gray area, mostly because we don't know a lot. But yeah, uh, when we were theory crafting, it was like, oh, maybe uh, the girl begged the doctor to save him because he's like he's gone, pretty much. He's, there's he's a certain logic, no in hope that. And yet, I feel like the show is one that lacks logic. But that also might be well, because I, I, I remember when she was like crying over the the brother's body. There was a gunshot. Yeah, and yep. then it went to black. And I don't understand if that gunshot was like a gunshot on her or a gunshot on the monster, because the monster was still definitely alive when yeah when she was crying over the the brother's body. So like, did they kill the monster? Did they shoot her in the head? And why did they shoot yeah. her in the head? It wasn't like she was dying or anything like that. So like I'm confused on on that motive as well. You know, it's just one of those like you guys are right. It's just this fuckery thing that it's not even like a mystery. It's just we're just gonna withhold Yeah, withholding information. information. Yeah. To fuck with you. But now we know why um main, give it. main character wants to do what they wanna do. I mean yeah, now we understand motivation uh, a little bit better, but still. <laughs> fucked up. Weird. Going through the scene, like, it's interesting. They're definitely showing certain things on purpose, of course. There's a gunshot. What does that mean? There's flashes of, what was his name originally? Hiroko? Uh, or Haruki or something? Like, that was his name before the, the, the being brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brain transplanted into Kiruko's body. Um but there, there's a scene where he sees her fucking head just sliced before yeah. 
the transplant or whatever. So I think the fact that uh, I think one of the most important uh, hints or like anything that they showed to us really was the fact that they both came into the hospital barely alive. And when we yeah. saw her la- when he saw her last before he faints, she was totally fine. She had just like yeah. a bunch of cuts and bruises from crashing her car, which I'm sure fucked up her body, but she was fine. Yeah. She yeah. wasn't dying. So we something happened. Just like the span of like, can't be more than an hour. Like, of right. Because he's, during. he's no not arm, half on. torso. Yeah. You have to have transported him super fast. So that gunshot yeah. definitely, I don't think that's a red herring. I think they're supposed to, I think the way that they're doing it makes me feel like the gunshot is to make you think about the um, the leader because uh, he was missing and he was nowhere so i think that's kind of like a maybe it could be this but the i disguise yeah i feel like it's just the monster being like nah bitch and then someone being like we'll oh see. shit and then shooting <laughs> before yeah. things happen definitely have to see i i mean other than the doctor the their quote-unquote their big brother yeah. uh mr fucking cowboy bebop man himself yeah uh, he he <laughs> probably has a lot of answers too so uh, the fact that he like didn't visit the 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 brother once in the hospital just upped and left i mean like the doctor up and leaving i would too if i fuck up these like two people's Ooh, lives yeah, by doing that kind of specifically the nurse was like after he performed on you he, he left was. town like what the fuck happened i know no like, a real, explaining dad. like shit. a real dad <laughs> just, just weird fucked up shit and that's that that's only like one side of the coin of this entire world like we still got the whole school that oh, was even yeah. apparent oh my the god end of episode three. The, no the the yeah the school but the fish with the hands the fish with the hands and, like, the callback. it's real uh, it's I, real it's disgusting. I really like the idea of the orphanage being in the past before all of this shit happened and there were just mm-hmm. kids being experimented on and what we're seeing with Kirigo and the uh what's his name? Maru? Yeah. Maru, yeah. I feel like that's current and they're just kind of living through the after effects of whatever this orphanage thing was failed to working do. towards. Yeah. Yeah, because these kids are fucking up. weird. Plus, they got phones I, I, and shit. So yeah, I, I, I think, I think we're on the right path on that one. Because Maro has that weird ability where he can like go into the monster's body, or it could be anybody. Oh, but he that's the, I, oh my god! I totally forgot. Fucking squeezed it, and I was like, "Well, who, who the fuck made you yeah, do that's that? Normal. Like, why do you have that? <laughs> like, I don't understand." And that, and that was very like. It, it, it's a fact like they, she already knew about it that was like a thing that they they both weren't hiding from each other that that was an ability that he yeah, had we can so kill it he's not done because it of before. this gun but because yeah. of this boy but because of this heart yeah this heart grabbing shit fuck? and i was just like why why is this a thing i don't i don't understand so a lot of this this season is gonna be fucking wild to say the least yeah. so fish with hands like yeah it, not. it's not even like the fun like summertime render like uh mystery drama we were trying to solve last year this is just like just weird fucky yeah, after weird fucky super unsettling <laughs> everything is just so disturbing and why yeah, is which it is disturbing <laughs> i don't know uh, why 
Chef's kiss, yeah. though. That's I. That's exactly what they wanted to do, and they're they're, they're nailing it every week. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely interesting to see uh, what what would happen next. Uh, okay, I think we got room for a couple more. So I've cleared the buzzers. Uh, I believe Lance, you had won the last ta- uh, last trivia question, so you get control licky, of the licky. board. Licky licky. Um, what would you like next? Let's do uh, Nintendo 300. I'm really enjoying these Nintendo ones. Okay, Nintendo for 300. In Donkey Kong, what is Winky? A, a swordfish, B, a rhino, C, a frog, or D, an ostrich? Uh, Lance, you had buzzed in first. What was your answer? Uh, D, ostrich. You are incorrect. It okay. is not an ostrich. <laughs> I thought if I said it confidently enough, it'd be true. <laughs> Flinchy. Uh, rhino. You are incorrect. It is not rhino. It is A or C, a frog. Yeah, I know. Uh, So the rhino's name is Rambi. Yeah, rhino is Rambi. The ostrich is espresso, and the swordfish is Angarde. What the fuck are these names? (laughs) I didn't know that. Uh, They're from like the Donkey Kong Country uh, ones, where you like get to ride the animals, the the side scrolling uh, games. So these are the animals you get to ride Winky throughout the... Winky the Frog. Espresso Winky the, the Frog. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Looks like both of you have missed. So I get to pick the next anime on our list. Let's go from one fucked up uh, episode to another. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam. The Witch from Mercury Season 2. We finally can confirm what we were all fearing. Was it that fucked up though? I think it was like in that scientifically believable range of fucked up. That I guess the sister so. could be a Gundam. Yeah, I guess in this world, yeah. But I it's so pretty. We already watch like Sword Art Online where you can just put people's brains into computers. Well, I mean, it's just the fact that like, one, she had another. There was another daughter. Okay, that I don't even know it was like twin up. sister. <laughs> that uh, Sleta yeah. is not Eddie. She didn't change her name. <laughs> it's because they're two different people. Yeah, so and Eddie is Eddie L. It's fucking yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know. That was like that was like one of those oh oh, uh, oh. <laughs> uh, that's so fun. Yeah. It was just really like a wave of just like oh to a sister. Oh. <laughs> so it was Bruh. it was so weird. I mean other than that, I mean fucking another fantastic battle. Uh oh my god from this yeah. from this season. Dying. People are dying. Yes. Yeah. What we were like fearing from the first episode, we're like, oh shit, is this going to go back to like, uh, you know, like a slice of life and very school heavy and it's going to be very slow. No, these, these fucking two girls that, yeah, that infiltrated the, the facility pretty much just opened up a can of worms and we were just fucking, uh, going ham from the get go. Fucking. I mean, we don't know them, but those regular students that had like no business being uh, killed just got fucking obliterated. Oh yeah, uh, by Sophie and uh, the the other girl. So I just thought that was fantastic. That like, fuck it, we'll we'll kill anyone and everyone. I don't give a goddamn fuck. Uh, did we always knew that green-haired boy is with us now i didn't really catch yeah i didn't see where that that happened so at the end of season one and then going into season two he helped uh support the company that uh and 
the Earthlings are, are having. So he's kind of like co-CEO now. Like he, he kind of like helped buy hmm. and give because, them like the money that they need. Is it because his company also has a Gundam? So they're like, might as well. Something like up? that. And, and something about like the government and what they're trying to remember those like creepy old ladies and those like yeah nasty yeah. they were like you know they're planning something so they like they saw the gundam and they were like oh what happens if we team up with the gundam team and see how that goes and see how we could fuck up everything and then we can gain control of the the world because i mean like fucking boondock's dad is fucking getting taken away and i i assume yep. shadok is in cohorts with the old ladies or someone else because obviously like that that's is. his adopted dad so it's not like he needed to take away his adopted dad to gain power. I think he was just going to get it regardless. But now, so, 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 some something's happening. Politics, you know, behind the scenes, backstabbing. I don't understand uh, where the fascination between Ellen and um, Suleta is coming from. Why is he going so hard on her? Something must have been towed to him, right? Because uh, when they remake him, it's like they give him a new mission per se so maybe well, like the mission was to get close to like, i mean i thought this was like the real ellen so why is he personally oh, going yeah. after suleta mm -hmm. no idea because he's being told to maybe because she's powerful it and she can like control gundos on our permit score he hasn't really seen the answer anybody so that's what kept like bothering me is every time that uh you know he tries to like make passes at her i'm like where's that coming from well he maybe. works for um the so there's the one lady that went to the mom Soleta's mom he works with her and that yeah. lady works with those old women with the creepy neck yeah and he's shit. definitely you know this lady part right? of, yeah the yeah so she's definitely under ellen and then ellen is definitely a part of the faction that's with the old ladies yeah that's what it seemed like because they they knew about the clone they were like yeah. get rid of it and then now you're going to be in the front so i'm I feel like so weird. everything that he's saying sounds like sounds like I can imagine older people being like, "Hey, your clone got really close to Soleta. Soleta's a pretty good in. Use her friendliness to your advantage because she was super like quote into your clone because she wanted to know more. So use that. Could be, or they just have some kind of tip that they know that. So that his mom is up to something and they're hoping or that they yeah, definitely more, need to you know, uh, convey boom, boom, that. Boom, boom. Otherwise, it seems meaningless for Ellen to suddenly be going after Suleta. It does. For now, it just seems like he's just using his clone's experience for his advantage. But like, what's the advantage? Yeah. Do you actually like Suleta? Yeah, she yeah, is she like top. Oh, what's the word? I want to say top frag, but that's not right. She's like top shit yeah, she's, right now. Yeah, she's she top doesn't frag. lose. She's a real so, uh, moist critical of this school. Yeah, moist baby! Man. This is so bad! She's got like uh, the outfit and shit, so I can't imagine it's that, though. Yeah. No, I, I, I think they're just kind of like, just like, hey, don't forget, this relationship will matter down the road. But it's kind of like... That's like so bad. Too much, yeah. <laughs> but they just keep like, okay, don't forget, don't forget, don't forget. Because, you know, it will matter down the line when, uh, you know, the factions start uh we're trying to portray each other and then we're figuring out like who, uh, who do we trust and who do we not trust doesn't matter down the line Gurel's uh little brother pissant boy ate shit in that fight and the real but he battle, didn't die though he was about to die like oh his, he's hurt his friend was like he's gonna die yeah. i'm like oh but he won't die brother <laughs> come on because man. he because he's that 
he's that useless that he won't die. That's that's the thing. That was like his time so. to. Look, this is the first time we see him fight, and that was what he we sucks. Got. It reminds me of a certain <laughs> other rare red-haired character that just shockingly ate shit this week. Oh no, he doesn't have red hair like Grell does. He has blue hair. Right. Uh, are you talking about Nika? Are you talking about? Uh, who are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about um, Hell's Paradise, red-haired guy. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. We'll, yeah, definitely get to that one. So, uh, so yeah. So, I don't know. Just a lot, a lot of stuff. This, this, this week is definitely like the heel turns and drama heavy, and just like just a rant, just all this shit just happening all at once. Uh, it was a very eventful week of anime to watch. Uh, okay, I think we got time, time for one more show before we're out of time. So. Uh, can you roll a uh, dice for me, Punchy? Eleven. Convenient. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Okay. Odd animal facts for four hundred. Yay! Why do llamas spit? A. To establish rank in the herd. B. Spitting is how llamas sweat. C. Because they have eaten something that tastes bad. Or D. To chase away yeah, predators. Sorry. There you go. Speaking of which. <laughs> Speaking of which. Punchy. <laughs> uh, yeah, buzzed in first. Damn, really? Yeah. I cleaned the toilet so that you can sit on it. What, what was your answer? D, to chase away predators. You are incorrect, Lance. That's how they sweat. You're incorrect. Oh. <laughs> it is to establish rank in the herd. Oh, so no. llamas spit to uphold oh, the, the social order in the herd. <laughs> Spitting is used by llamas to settle... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, spitting is used by llamas to settle arguments, establish dominance, and pecking order. Oh tells males that females are pregnant and discipline uh, sires. It's baby llamas. Wow, you could not have possibly read that wronger. Uh, I don't know. How do you pronounce it? Yes. I don't know. Krius. If you go letter <laughs> letter by letter. Krius. Okay. Cryass. So, cryass. So, uh, yeah. So there you go. That's your llama fact for today uh looks like i get to choose the last one for the night and of course we're gonna end it with hell's paradise because uh, how can we not another great episode pretty much we get to scratch the surface of this island and how fucking weird it is with the butterfly faces and the fish six arm uh, monster was pretty pretty apparent yeah Pretty pretty apparent that this island isn't what it is. Even though we knew that was the case, uh, to finally visually see these monsters, uh, I think it, it was a very good time to show it. So uh, how about you guys? What did you guys like from this week's episode? Well, I didn't watch it with Plinchy, so I'm wondering um, what you thought of the montage of just plot twist. Uh, I think, I forget what happens in what order, but there's a, there's... The sequence of the big guy just eating the red guy, yeah. and then it goes over and over again of all these people that we saw just fucking yeah, dead. Yeah, that we were like, oh, these are going to be like our main so cast cool. moving forward. I can't uh -huh. wait to learn more about them and you know their abilities and their relationships with each other. And everyone just fucking died. Like everybody that definitely we saw felt is dead. A little overwhelming because I don't know. I wasn't expecting it. For some reason, even like even uh, what what's the guy's name? Uh, one of the God, the chaperones is just telling us 
remember, everyone's going to die. Like, 50-50 chance someone from one of the pairs dies or both die or something like that. And then they just show the montage and I'm like, oh, God, that's a lot. That was actually. a lot to take in. Like, yeah. so quickly and so little time. Um, and I know, you know, that's what the author wanted was to, like, shock the readers. Like, wow, I'm not playing around here, man. This island will kill you. It Talk. doesn't matter who you yeah. are. And I got that. It was just... I really wanted to know these characters a little yeah, more, even a felt, little bit before they died. Yeah. Yeah. Just the, yeah. Overwhelming is not the right word. I think that I want, it was a little bit of shock, but not too much, but just kind of like the realization of, okay, we're not ever going to get context about these characters, I guess. Yeah. And I guess it's a little bit of mourning just, just having to sit with that feeling of being like, okay, oh, like <laughs> I, I, I feel kind of robbed right now. Yeah, yeah, eh, yeah, a little bit. I really like the scene where, um, uh, I don't know his name, but he gets stung and he's like, oh, and he cuts, oh, he his, cuts hand his hand off. off. That was pretty cool. It was cool. But then there's also like, I don't know, 300 more swarming behind them and then they're just talking. So yeah. to see that, I, I feel like that, I don't know if that came first and then the montage of everyone dying, but that felt very... Uh, after. Okay, that felt contradicting. Because you see everyone dying. He was he was part of that montage. He was walking with his uh, his samurai, and then uh, it cuts to the guy still talking, and then it cuts to everyone dying, and then it cuts to his butterfly thing. And okay. uh, his scene was at least longer than all the other ones, where it was just like a you know a couple split seconds of just trying to like gauge what the hell happened uh, between criminal and uh, samurai. So he got a little bit more screen time. So at least you he can died? tell he's. No, he's not dead. I'm just saying, like, he got more screen okay. time, so you could tell he's a little bit more important. Uh, well, that's what I mean wow. by like, who knows? Feels contradictive. Die between because if he's alive, else. while like, it just felt counterintuitive to what they were trying to say. When you see something that's dangerous and the characters don't do anything about it, even though he just we saw his hand, he got stung. But then there's, I just felt like that was so weird that there's a huge swarm and they're just standing there talking instead of being like. Oh shit! We should get away. I feel like that's the natural reaction. I yeah, guess I'm I not mean, a super strong criminal. So yeah, so it's also. I mean, it was also almost close to like their cliffhanger because then we just cut straight to uh, Gabimaru uh, and his samurai girl, and they were they pretty much had to fighting. like fight it out and pretty much like their way of talking, but you know through fighting and uh, getting their emotions the out. And, yeah, finally. Yeah understanding each other in a better sense uh, emotionally and will make the journey a little bit easier than being so rigid like uh, like they were at the beginning where Sagari was just like gotta put your binds on can't can't take your binds off you got you gotta make sure you're tied up and uh, I think now they kind of realize how dangerous this world can be and also they're in front of a fucking six-armed fish that's praying and is oh yeah burgling. right more fish hands I hope they don't I hope they don't keep, they've done it twice where they kind of show something that could have been, this isn't a dig or anything, but there's a lot of things that have d been done off screen, like Gabi Maru's um, like episode one where he takes out a bunch of those people, that's off screen mm -hmm. and it's yep. cool. Oh, I know. And then saying. in this episode. Even his fight with the big dude. Yeah. The weapon guy. Yeah. Off screen. And the big, uh, the fight with Sagiri too. He, be the, he defeated yeah. her after a cut and I was like, why'd you do that? Uh, it's interesting. I wonder if it's like a. I could see it 
being beneficial or worth doing if there's, you know, the budget episode where I feel like if they're going to fight something, that's going to be it. So I'm just kind of hoping that this isn't a habit like a style of theirs that's continuous and more like a strategy that they they had to do this and they made it look nice so that a future episode will look nice and not just a this is how we're going to be doing every episode just because i talked to peter about this and apparently this is kind of how they do it in the manga right well it's it's hard to really because when you're adapting fight scenes and action and stuff like that you know you're the, the anime company have to add a lot because obviously it's panel so it's it's already like the dots to connect the tissues and stuff like that so it's already pretty tough as it is i i mean honestly i'm not saying like these fights aren't important but they're but you're still kind of like it's almost still prologue ish like where we're at with yeah that's the story kind of the vibes that i get uh so that's definitely how they treated it yeah so i don't really like dock them for cutting it if they do it in later battles then 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 we'll have kind of a bit of a problem because like i've always like i don't want to say i skim through fight scenes but i just get like the like the idea of where everything's at but i know for sure when it gets animated then the fill in the blanks part that's when you know that's when i'll start paying attention and stuff like that so at least with this battle with sargri and gabrimaro they had some sort of like actual yeah fight fight. choreography yeah except for the very end where like he got the upper hand but i mean basically she had no sword she was fighting with her her sheath and stuff like that so it was kind of obvious that he would end up winning at the end anyways i think that's why i would have at least understand why he beat her even like a even if they had to like smash cut like cut out like we saw say the first half they had to cut out like the other 40 percent of it and just those 10 percent of him winning I would have liked to see, mm-hmm. say, Gabimaru, uh, they go back to their fight. Gabimaru hits her in the ankle and she trips and falls. And that's how yeah. they beat her. Instead, we're just showed he's on top of her. Yeah, for sure. I think yeah. uh, I think in the, in the manga, I think it's very like they want to hold, withhold information about their fighting styles for, I won't say a long time, but they, but they do keep like, because there's no real training arc in this storyline, right? Because it's very like, yeah, it's, already it's, we, we go, we gotta go. Exactly. So the way you withhold power levels is withhold their abilities and, and how they fight. Yeah. So they're not always like uh, at their best from the get-go. It's slowly like they're going to reveal more and more. So hopefully that's portrayed better as we, as we move along this season. But uh, I mean, you guys have very valid points. It would be nice to see. Uh, a little bit more because i mean this is studio mappa i mean they got the fucking nice <laughs> motorcycle uh show off uh we're mappa kind of kind of thing yeah, at the beginning of episodes. so uh Stamp. you expect they got more money to to add a little bit more flair to it but uh i'm hoping what plenty was saying that down the road they're saving it for the more important fights because obviously the the weapon dude he's nothing like he i mean yeah. Mars, he was, for breakfast mm-hmm. You know, uh, Mar versus Sagri, that was more emotional and, you know, uh, trying to show off uh, their connection with each other than an actual fight scene. So I'm I'm hoping that's the case and we get to see better fight scenes down the road because there's some pretty good matchups and pretty good battles that uh, I'm excited for you guys to see uh, later this season. Uh, okay, 
with that out of the way, I think we're all out of time for this week's episode of the podcast. I'm pretty sure we went through uh, all the anime that we wanted to talk about. Uh, still some pretty good shows that were left on the board. Uh, I wouldn't say they were like uh, the best than the ones that uh, the last couple that we talked about. But I mean, Dr. Stone had a great episode. Angel Magus Bright had a great episode as well. Skip to Loafer had a great episode. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so a lot of so great shows this season. Uh, so, uh, don't skip out this, this season, you know, if you may have skipped out winter season, you thought anime is going down the drain. Uh, uh, no, we cha- back. Change I mean, no, your mind. It definitely still is, but, um, it's, it's still heavy. We do have so. nice anime every once in a while too. Uh, oh, real quick. Do we still want to keep, uh, I got a cheat skill in another world or magical girls, magical destroyers. Oh, uh, they had pretty subpar episodes this week. That's why we never really talked about them. Uh, should ah, we? You know, I kind of want to see three episodes of Magical Girl, Magical Destroyers because we were watching it. The episode <laughs> that we face. watched, it felt like so episode one was kind of shit. shit. But I want to see the three or the four together and see like how that pans out. But I how can the dynamic goes. Yeah, but that's as far as my interest goes. I feel like the anime itself might not be that good because I don't. I don't know. I kind of get um, wannabe kill a kill vibes. Yeah, uh, it, it does so give that's... me like old anime vibes, like a yeah, like a two thousands kind of vibe. Uh, I remember I was talking to Matt, my roommate, the other day. He was like, "Yeah, that, you know that magic girl's magic of the shores." Yeah, he's he's an old timey anime kind of guy. So it's like the animation was like, "Oh, it feels very fam- familiar to that that kind of style." And I was like, "Yeah, you're, you're completely right on that." So uh, if you want to keep it, we can keep it. We can put it on the side and you know try to get the three episodes out whenever we can and we'll go from there. We don't gotta. I mean, I will say saying. the best part of the episode is probably like the last like couple minutes. Yeah, the actual fight and transformation yeah, when they scenes. Fought and you know they introduced the other girl who's a masochist. Like that was funny. Yep. Yeah, fuck the lore. I just, just oh, God, battle that lore was and like transformation. Like just fuck that shit. Yeah. It was like, definitely treading like through like thick mud to long. finally get to <laughs> yeah. the what meadow. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. is. Kind of nice, but it sucked getting here. Yeah. yeah. I hope there's no more of this. Probably is, though. <laughs> yeah, they seem to really be proud of this narrative that they're building. But you don't need the narrative because it's, it's so cliche and dumb. That You need the funny characters. and uh, Yeah. I'm glad they finally yeah. decided to show them off in the end. Okay. I'll, we'll try it one more week. See how that week goes. And then we'll 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 reconvene next week uh, next week and see how see how uh, how we feel after episode two. Oh, I'm pretty done with uh, cheat skill in another world. <laughs> pretty done like, with cheat skill. Yeah, um, I thought that you know maybe I could handle three episodes, but they've already run out. This point's already run out tricks. You know, I don't <laughs> remember much from this episode. The only thing that I remember is the mega power. The trip. guy talking to the girl. No, not even like I don't. Oh, I mean, oh, he, he went saved to another someone. school. Yeah, like he he did quite a bit. Oh, that's right. He in, he he transferred. That's right. Yeah, he transferred. Yeah, he saved the princess or whatever was at the end. And the the headmaster's daughter. 
Yeah, there's yeah. a yes. Yeah, there's a lot of shit that tried to happen. Um, he had that weird like cafe date scene, and everyone was like watching oh, how yeah. two hot people so date. Hot. <laughs> oh god, the, the dick sucking for this whole episode was just a little bit very manhua. I have to yeah. say, this reeks. Yeah. They very focused on like looks and and like kind of almost superficial kind of aspects. But that's why I like to read manhwa sometimes because it was like, wow, look how pretty all these characters are. It's pretty simple though. Like it's yeah. manhwas are easy to read. It's just kind of like the same shit that we went through already with anime in like the early nineties. Oh, <laughs> but like modernized Dang. cliche tropes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like relatable and hot. even more cringy. But they're hot. But they're hot. They, yeah. they have a way with art. Uh, okay, with that. Uh, let's end this episode uh, thank you very much for watching or listening to this week's episode of the podcast uh, please like comment subscribe share follow do everything you can to help support the podcast uh, we really appreciate it uh, if you like like a dragon engine uh, we just finished that game up uh, on the live streams last week um, so check us out on check out that playlist uh, we're gonna play some Pokemon Stadium to rent a randomizer for a little bit, uh, trying to kill some time before Legend of Zelda uh, Tears of Kingdom comes out uh, next month. Uh, and we're hopefully by then we'll add a couple more days to the, the to the week for streaming, so we can fucking blast through that game and we won't have to wait week after week uh, to play that game. We can just uh, hopefully beat it within a week or week or two uh, with that game and then move on from there. So. Uh, we'll definitely play that as well uh, old episodes of the podcast still coming out I still got more uh, in the tank ready to go obviously new episodes out every Thursday or Wednesday or Friday whichever day I can get it done uh, so check us out on that as well uh, but other than that uh, that's about it from us it's time for us to go so uh, we'll see you guys here same week time same week place bye guys bye bye bye